0: Welcome to the Gum Podcast. I am your host Kubaka, joined by our co-host Crossbow Dan and our anger correspondent Jeremy. Lee. We got three segments again today. Uh, we got our hot take, of course, which we always start out with. Um, the mid segment is going to actually be me being interviewed by Dan and Jeremy, and then our final segment is going to be ranking our top ten comic book villains in really any media: some movies, TV shows, video games outside of the books so jeremy why don't you run away with our hot take
1: here
2: all right um my hot take for this week is i believe aldridge killian um iron man three villain is the better of the three solo iron man villains um Mm -hmm. yeah so the the, what's up what would
0: you say if i disagreed
2: give you a few reasons here. All right. So one of the things I like about Aldridge is I feel like he fits the, kind of like the Marvel um, systematic good guy kind of turned evil. Um, You know, like when you first meet Tony, like in the, the building, he's just trying to make a scientist think tank. He's not trying to be a dickhead. I mean, I guess that could be, they don't really portray his, his intentions very well in the beginning, but he definitely seems more innocent than he does later in the movie. Um, Whereas you have, um, you know, iron monger who just wants to kill Tony because to take over the company and be more controlling of that. And then whiplash who's just at uh, his, you know, doing it for his father's revenge. So, which I mean, it's a cool, cool trope in some movies, the father's revenge thing, but same time it's like i mean what did the guy ever do to you i, mean, I guess he kind of put him in a bad position because what his father did to do his father but well if you have the ability to make arc reactor technology you can do more with your life than go after tony stark
3: um to that exact same credit what did tony really ever do to aldrich he like rejected him.
2: right yeah i mean it's true but like again it's more of a it feel like it was more of a it, he had the ability to make a better start for himself than probably the other two did. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't like, know. Obadiah is just a guy, like he's just a businessman. Like he's not smart enough to do any of the
3: technology, you know, like the designs and shit. Um, so. Well, those, those motivations make more sense to me. I mean, Jebediah wants to be rich. Obadiah. He wants to take over Tony's business. His motivation makes sense to me. Um, uh, Ivan Vankov's uh motivation it makes some sense he just wants to like you know it, it is a trope so it's not right. it, it's, it's kind of a... the same but uh yeah the motivation of he just rejected you and now you want to kill him sort of thing it's
2: I will I will admit that uh Aldrin or Aldrich Aldrich uh his motive is probably the worst but I again I it's it's the stem of this good guy tr- trying to do something good i mean he does get rejected by tony pretty harshly and then um
3: yeah and so know. that makes him want to kill tony i've been rejected probably the most out of any of us I-, I will take the uh rejection expert title and i've never wanted to kill anyone who rejected me or like build up a scientific project to just destroy them or build a fake terrorist organization
2: it's fair ju- like i said his motive is the weakest part so i wanted to start with that at least i think
0: I don't know. I I guess maybe for me, I don't know. I liked Obadiah probably the best. I don't know. I guess his motive for me as a business person, like between him and Tony kind of made sense, whereas he, he kind of saw Tony succeeding and doing all these things and he's like, what the fuck? He's like, why can't I do that? And I don't know. I think they're both kind of those hot-headed guys, so I feel like they played a played so well off of each other like with that motive because they essentially had the kind of the same motive i guess and so
2: i guess like who had the same motive like Opie and
0: oh yeah obadiah and tony stark in a way like obviously both wanting to run the business and obadiah kind of trying to take the lead on things because they're both obviously wanting to be in charge of the company um I feel I like that motive against Tony because it, I feel like they kind of had the same mindset. I guess they were both were just kind of wanting to be the best. I
2: don't know. Yeah, I just don't. I don't feel like Opie's wanting to be the. I. I don't think he was really wanting to be the best. He just wanted to be. Like uh, wanted, a, I, mean, I guess wanted. He wanted the, he more, wanted the power, power of the business. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, I guess I don't know. I just don't. I don't see, like Opie. I never had the ability to really compete with stark so it's like i mean he had all the other scientists take tony's you know work rebuilding iron monger suit which Let's i had start. yeah it was exactly so i had i had a thought about that like i love the two full just kind of this is a little tangent here but i was thinking about while i was thinking about this argument is i love how tony's you know you got the mark one tony you know the built-in-a-cave iron man suit as soon as tony makes mark two what is it like most technical technology is it's smaller more efficient you know better whereas you take Opadiah's technology just like an old man usually is and it gets bigger and supposedly more badass when it's less efficient and it doesn't do its job as well i thought well, that it was, it just was
3: the of cool. uh to, to its credit it wasn't it wasn't like weaker. It was a um more powerful suit in the sense of it could impact more damage physically. Um it just wasn't as smart as Tony's.
2: It's true. I mean I just I don't know. I I don't, I don't know to a certain extent. I don't I feel like Tony's again It packs just as big a punch in a smaller package. It's just like the evolution of the cell phone is what I was thinking of, you know. It's like cell phones usually got smaller for a while and then they got bigger again but yeah i don't know it was right, kind of well, that, like that old I'm man agreeing philosophy. with your,
3: your mindset of the old man but like they they're prioritizing other things and you it takes their uh personality into it jebediah wants power he builds a more power like a more physically powerful suit a, one with more prowess it, it can impact like more physical damage but tony is smarter and his has defundment design features that give him the ultimate advantage that you know helps him beat iron monger
2: right i don't know i just like that as a thought process sorry
3: what
0: about um, um what about old justin hammer though Same rockwell
2: um have, did you watch justin hammer's tech do anything of use in that that film <laughs> no <laughs> other than be there no, like the, the most
3: intimidating thing he did Sam was Rockwell.
2: Finance. Yeah, yeah, he financed Banco That was it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do. You can't get me wrong because I love Sam Rockwell and I love <laughs> Justin. I love that performance. Like, <laughs> if I had he to pretty pick, much, probably pretty one of my much, favorite Iron Man villains, yeah. he would be right there because, yeah, like, that's just he's, just, just, he's that, literally that, being he's an, an idiot the whole time. Exactly. It's he's great. Like,
0: we're right. We're right. And it's like. <laughs>
2: But yeah, so he, I mean, because I tried to think about, it I was like, Hammer Hammer's technically as, like smart. He's a he's an intelligent guy, but apparently his uh, his follow through isn't very good with his tech." So,
0: yeah, that's
2: fair, I suppose. Um, let me see what the fuck else I had.
0: And that's it. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Yeah. <laughs> got any um, more Oh yeah. So and then let's go with like powers. Um, like straight up powers wise, Iron Monger, you know, bigger version of Iron Man, less, again, less efficient version yeah. of Iron Man, but probably packs. I mean, again, I don't think he would pack that much more of a punch than Iron Man. Maybe in a physical, like, if you're talking like strength of punch, and maybe if you hold like holds more ammo, but um, with I mean, if you, you did know, like
3: a, a test of how many newtons each was able to like impact physically. Uh, and that's why I think uh, Tony kind of struggles in the fight a little bit this is because they're, you know, doing a slugfest at the beginning.
2: It's true. But <laughs> yeah. if Tony had his art, like if, it, if the arc reactors were the same, do you think he would have that much of a, like a, a power fluctuation? Cause he had to fly there on his old OG arc reactor. Like, and then uh, if you take, if you take firepower into consideration, and by that, I mean like the Unibeam, um, the Iron Man suit's got that. Like, I mean, I think it just tears the Iron Monger yeah. apart. It would tear it apart if you could use it more, you know, which he didn't have enough power to do. So, um, I kind of so I like Whiplash's original suit. You know, built kind of like built out of a cave, the, the exoskeleton with the Whiplash. Honestly, more than I like the end suit. That's just Iron Man with electro whips. So, um, yeah, it's not really that impressive. Whereas the cool part about killians to me is it's an organic it's like iron and i don't want to say it's quite like, quite like iron man but it, it's it's an organic intelligence um you know it gives them regenerative abilities um enhanced physical abilities super or not super strength but like a super strength increased uh uh flexibility and agility and then um also heat powers to a certain extent you know can melt shit and, and killian's instance breathe fire so pretty cool I, I just think it was a better version to go up against tony's iron man suit and i feel like he proved that pretty well he destroyed a shit ton of suits whereas whiplash nor uh iron monger really did a. I mean they did a fair amount of damage but not as much as killian did
3: I mean if we're talking power sets he, maybe he's the the most impressive villain um but I, I don't think that's the fault of the first two because they were just basically um the, well Iron Monger is just a straight dark reflection of Iron, Iron. Man. Um is kind of an in between of the two where he uh, Feels slighted by Iron Man. And so it's kind of like a transition where he's kind of still a dark reflection of Iron Man, but he's also like a halfway point to like Killian, kind of.
2: Well, I mean, I get that, like, with your movies and your hero progressing and what abilities and power that your villains have to, too, but. It, so it's not only that the fact that he is more powerful than the other two, but I love the, the fact that it's an organic power. You know, it comes not from tech. I mean, it is technology, but again, it's based out of, you know, your own uh, genome being able to change and mutate to what you need it to. Whereas Iron Man's is an pseudo Ar- armor, you know, something you wear, something you craft.
1: I.
0: I don't know I thought I thought whiplash's power is pretty sweet I, don't know. I like the idea of kind of having similar powers to like Iron Man but having those whips I don't know like I guess just powers wise I'm like I'm just trying to think with Killian I don't know I don't know if I would put him at number
1: one
3: I mean, it's definitely... He has the best powers, like, physically. But, I mean, a lot of that is... You have to get a a better villain each time. Like, because Tony's evolving, so it wouldn't make sense uh, sense...
2: Like like I said, I mean, you have to have that. But, he also... I mean, he's the... I feel like he's the one that puts Tony through the ropes the most, too. You know, I mean, he... Yeah. He can go on into other things. Other points I kind of have. But um, the the whole part the 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 part the hard part to discuss this with is in two you also have him dying you know of palladium poisoning which I don't know it was a real you know kicking the nuts for him so but, but I don't I feel like if you put him in a a fucking battle royale of Iron Monger versus Whiplash versus Killian Killian's coming out every time. It just melts through the suits. I don't think the other two are smart enough to figure out what the fuck to do. Maybe Whiplash. I don't know, but Obadiah sure as hell isn't.
3: Nice. Especially
2: again, Killian can just regenerate. He's the so, only one that could technically still be alive.
0: Yeah, I guess. I guess Jeremy. I don't. I don't want to agree with your point, but it's fine.
3: <laughs> I, I agree with the point i just don't think that the best powers make him the best villain i
2: don't know sometimes except it works in other instances like i mean danos is a badass and pretty much everyone thinks he's one of the better marvel villains correct
3: i wouldn't say he's the best though but one, the of one the that i ones. would say is the best has less powers than everybody else.
0: I would say, I mean, not to go on a fucking tangent of Thanos, but yeah, I don't know. I think he's one of the better ones because of his motive, for the most part.
2: That's true. I
0: mean, his powers are fucking sweet as fuck, but uh,
3: yeah. But is he the best? Personal opinion here: Killmonger is the best Marvel villain.
2: It's true, but he, you can't tell me he's not in consideration for the best.
3: He is. He's top I mean, three, he's like top very minimal killmonger
0: is a good villain but it's like uh i'm
3: putting loki at two so i
1: don't
0: know i feel like we didn't get enough killmonger to me for me to be i know like, yeah, that's really why good. i'm
3: saying he's the best i wish we had more killmonger
0: i think we got too much of like claw
3: I don't know. i'd take more yeah. more claw just because i love andy circus i mean i do too
0: but i'd rather have killmonger like fill up that's that time. Anyway, we're not gonna fucking. Yeah, we're I mean, gonna derail if we keep going.
2: I don't know the the thing about good power though is it put again it pushes Tony to more of a limit. I mean, how many suits did he have to destroy? Like, how how many different things did he have to deal with with Killian doing this? Like, you know, oh, like where? Uh,
3: huh? I don't see like the the biggest arc for me in Iron Man three isn't Tony versus Killian. It's Tony learning like that learning that you know the suit isn't what makes him special like right. uh, he goes in there and he just crafts stuff and he's like hey this is what i can do it's not the suits that are making me special it's it's my mind and like you see that in basically i i love tony's arc in iron man 3 i think it's a good movie because of tony's growth arc is the best out of any of the movies he's in including the avengers and all like civil war i think his growth arc in iron man 3 is his best arc but i think that it's a good movie in spite of the villains of of it not because of them
2: i don't know see okay let's segue into my next thing is uh, i i enjoy killian's plan as a whole more than I enjoy others. Um, I did like the fact that open is sneaky and just tries to have him killed. And that kind of backfires on him, but that's his own fault for leaving it to someone else to do his job. Um, whiplash, it was kind of random for him just to show up and destroy a race. It, like, I mean, as a, you know, as a time to come out and show, Hey, I am the world. And let me attack Tony Stark. You know, like what if Tony hadn't decided to go to Monaco? Like, what do you do then? It, for me that the plan was just kind of circumstance, you know, it was, it could have been better. Um, uh, whatever, but uh, I like Killian's idea of taking, you know, this, this terrorist act and trying to get it to where you can basically, you know, he's trying to manipulate the U S government and take control by taking out the president, having his, his lackey, the VP go into office and then get the extremist program into the military um i like that's kind of his i like that that's his motive and then again he just part of it i mean you know along the way tony calls him out and he's like well fuck it let's go after tony too and he i mean he puts him in what his lowest point of the movies other than infinity war like um again he's without his suit he thinks he's lost he's he's still stressed out about new york from avengers and then I, I, like you said, I love that rise up from him and that growth from Tony to realize, hey, you know, or you know, you see him do all this stuff without his suit. Um, I love the whole the mansion infiltration scene. You know, like you were talking. I mean, he builds his own little weapons. It's it's really fun. It's a it's a cool little couple scenes that I really enjoy. Um, you don't get that without him creating the Mandarin and having the Mandarin blow up his Malibu beach house with a bunch of helicopters and missiles. so.
3: Well, to that point, he created a fake Mandarin, and that pissed me off a little bit, because I want to see the real Mandarin.
2: And I, so I agree. I, I'm not saying I wouldn't have been happy, if not maybe happier with the Mandarin, but I enjoyed the fake-out Mandarin so much, because it's like, instead of, you know, leaning into what everyone wanted, it's like, well, let's just fake this, and then have fun with it. And then I love Ben Kingsley as this fake-ass actor Mandarin guy. It was fun.
0: I, I liked the I liked the twist but my knee-jerk reaction was gave me a bad taste in my mouth was like dang it I like but so does that mean we're not gonna actually get the Mandarin now? <laughs> I don't know I I feel like he's probably I mean the Mandarin is probably
3: his big, biggest villain right? I mean
2: right kind of like comics-wise definitely
3: but I mean um that was my problem is like if you do a twist and you're like hey this is the villain and then you're like oh no this is the villain and it's a worse villain it it sucks if you do it in reverse i think it's fine but where it's like oh mastermind that's why thanos worked because it's like here's the villain oh but he's being controlled by thanos so you're like ah that's the twist but where this one just didn't feel right because you're like wait so he fakes being a worse guy than he is to intimidate people?" doesn't
0: make any sense. I mean, it was like it was. I feel like it was maybe like smart, like it was good deception. But yeah, it kind of just made me sad. But from a, I guess from a character standpoint, maybe I feel like yeah, it was it was smart. It just kind of made me sad. <laughs> That's why I'm like
1: hmm.
2: again. I, I mean, again though, if we weren't all big comic book fans before uh, that, I don't think it's is it a bad twist in a movie. Um, like if you don't have, if you're not going in expecting the Mandarin as a comic book fan and more of just a movie fan, like the twist is a really good twist. Like you have this terrorist that's been, especially if you look at the movie, cause he's brought up all movie, you know, he talks to Rhodey about him. Um, the president, he, there's a few scenes with the president talking about him and it's like you, uh, you're, you're really worried about this guy. He's like doing something serious and you're worried about these bombs that Tony's investigating because the Mandarin's connected to them. And then twist is, oh, hey, shit. Killian's the one doing it. I would have Not liked
0: to either have a 4. A I would have liked to either have an Iron Man 4 where we actually get the Mandarin or get rid of 2 or just get rid of Whiplash and, you know, 3 <clears throat> right. becomes 2 and then you're like, okay, now we're doing the Mandarin. like We, fuck, we fucked with you. Now we'll actually do it. Right. Just because we won't get to see it again, at least, I mean, until there's
3: another fucking Iron Man.
1: Um,
3: well, it, it led mean, to the Ten Rings. We could possibly see it.
0: I mean, we might see like the. He's Mandarin, a Shaolin villain
3: as well. Yeah,
0: I'm just saying, like Iron Man versus the Mandarin. I don't know.
2: Who knows? Who knows what they're gonna do with the multiverse thing? So
0: it's true. They can damn well bring fucking Robert Downey back.
2: What were you saying, Dan?
3: About we we could see the Mandarin, or yeah. that it was a letdown.
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't fucking remember. Oh, it was it oh. was after like so. If you took again, if you took your your Mandarin expectations out of it, like as a
3: movie,
2: it's a it's decent not. twist.
3: It's it's a it's a good twist because you don't see it coming, and that's like what defines a good twist if you don't see it coming, right? Yeah. But Me at either. the same time, as an Iron Man fan, it's going from. You're going to see the Mandarin, too. You're going to see, you know, Killian. It's kind of like a. You know, it's kind of a letdown. The one thing I like. About Killian. At least in, in the comics, he's the leader of AIM. Is that correct?
2: Uh, I don't think he's the I mean, because that's MODOK usually, but um
3: he is the, one
2: of he's one of like the head honchos yeah
0: airdox yeah. the best villain of all time
3: so i would have loved to see aim become another like force right and i don't think i got that. I, I,
2: I feel like they should have leaned a little bit more on aim i do agree there because it would have been cool to see more of an, an aim presence but i don't know i, I really do like the extremist soldiers too I think they were, again, they were just a cool group of baddies. A chick that was hot and then she was literally hot and blew up. So
0: now she's really hot.
2: Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, so my kind of last point is overall effect on Tony. Um, I know on one, obviously you basically have him becoming iron man. So that one's, it is hard to argue against, yeah. um, two you have him basically bettering himself um you know perfecting his trade in his suit and shit and then this one though i i feel like it's a it's more of again like you talked it's a personal growth for tony he again he realizes he doesn't need the arc reactor in his chest that's why at the end of three he has the surgery to have it removed and not rely on it not rely on being iron man but more of tony stark you know the guy that wants to help the world that's why you see him after three create ultron to try and basically retire as iron man i retire from iron man
0: but do you think that's a result of killian that made it do that or do you just think in iron man 3 he just had the best like best art
2: uh i mean again it's it's the process of movies right uh, the uh, it's it's just kind of like the power creep in the movies. Yeah. Um, I think Killian did kind of help him realize that. Like I know he had to destroy, I mean, he had to destroy a shit ton of suits to fight Killian. Um, again, you have him have to deal without the suit for a while, so he realizes he can be more without the suit because of Killian, because of his master plan as you know the behind the or you know behind the scenes brain as mm-hmm. the Mandarin um without killian i don't think any of that happens you know i mean he might eventually get there but i just don't think you see that personal growth in iron man without that yeah,
3: yeah but like you're saying without jebediah he never becomes iron man either, so. it's true well, again I, it's hard
2: to argue with the first one because it's the creation of iron yeah. man well and then so, it's like obadiah was
0: um i mean they were like good they're pretty good friends i mean before he started i mean pretty much becoming in charge of Stark Industries.
2: Like, I mean, Iron yeah, Red so Tony. you except, I mean, that's what you're told, though. Like, you don't see that. Is that from, from what I would portray, or like, what I portray in the movie is Obadiah was probably just jealous the entire time. Like, why else would you have this guy killed? Like, you're just jealous of this kid that come up and is taking over the company, or being better at you than running the company.
0: But weren't they kind of, like, friends, though? Like, at the beginning?
2: I mean, j- again, just because you're portrayed as friends doesn't mean you are friends. You, fa- I-, I fake customer service all the time. I guess, I guess. It's not that hard. You'll fake anything if you want it that bad now.
0: I suppose that's true. I don't know. I...
2: I mean, I get, I get what you're saying. Cause like, I mean, there is a, there's a very good repertoire, like repertoire between them and they do appear to be friends. And you're like, why would this guy want this ki- guy killed? And the more you think about it, it's like, he's just gotta be jealous of him. Right? Like why else would other than I mean, he wants power and he's jealous. Yeah. Why else would you have him killed? Like you're in a good spot where he's at. He's making mo- a shit ton of money. Even closing down the factory, Tony's going to have something to do. Yeah. You, know, you know, they're going to go into another fucking development. Like, it's not like you're ever going to be out of money and pretty good power sitting at, you know, Tony Stark's number two. Like, what's the, what is the motive other than jealousy slash, I guess, power, yeah, greed and power creep. Yeah. And that's, that's the only part that Opadiah falls short on me is like, I mean, I get, I get, I get the motive of it. I just don't, I don't necessarily agree with it. Like, Whereas Killian's still, and I guess Killian's is kind of a power thing too. Again, going back to that, his motive is probably the weakest. But I
0: don't know. I feel, yeah. I guess with all his points, I mean, I don't know if I enjoyed him the most though.
2: That's fair. I mean, and that that's the thing is that's kind of come down to enjoyment, which I know that's like a preference. I know, but that, I... honestly, so the. For some reason, my mind just goes back to the power with the kind of the, the armored and the unarmored, if that makes sense. the Again, it's a natural ability, not not necessarily natural. It's a programmed natural ability versus a created armor ability. I just think that's cool. It's a good, yeah, you know, yeah. you can't just destroy him and then he regenerates and he fucking belts your suit again. It was just a fun, fun battle.
0: Yeah. I just like Iron Monger so much. He's cool.
2: He's all right. Uh, I just, again, I think that fight was a little short.
0: Yeah, it probably was. It was like the first uh, bit, first one they made, there.
2: Really. I know, I know. I think that's really all I have, other than, again, it, it was my enjoyment, too. Um, I was okay. going to try and argue performance, but I, it's hard to argue Jeff Bridges um okay. guy pierce obviously did better to me than rourke did but yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: see i think where me and cooper are is like it's iron monger is probably right. the best of the three for us again like, that's I, what i'm getting so from, yeah, Jeff, Bridges, our, Jeff Bridges.
2: me coming up with this hot take i was almost gonna try and defend the whole iron man three is the best but i couldn't do that because i just i can't you can't not put iron man one above it like as a movie yeah
0: Iron Man and, 1 was the the best Iron Man movie.
2: Yet. Right, yeah. I, I won't ever argue that. I still think Killian was a better villain than Iron Monger, but... Sure. Iron Monger is a very good first villain. Like most villains are, he just mimics the fucking powers of the...
3: Well, that's the whole the point hero. of Phase 1 with Marvel right. is like most of the villains in Phase 1 are the dark reflection right. of yeah. the hero. I mean, I and get it. Phase yeah. 2, which both and this is my problem. I think you would have more ground to stand on if you got rid of Iron Man 2. It's a Coop's credit. You replaced it with 3. And if you did that, you'd have more ground to stand on here because they're both Phase 2 movies. And what they did in Phase 2 is they took a villain that is almost basically created uh, right. due to the actions of the first one, or the hero. So yeah. you get you know Whiplash and Killian both are out for revenge against Tony. And then like, um, there's a couple other villains, uh, Ultron be another big one, obviously. Right. Uh, Um, then phase three is, uh, I forget what the villains all kind of have in common, but they kind of go like that. If you look at
2: it, right. Mm -hmm. It's true. The, the hard part with that though, is taking the whole, uh, the one, the progression from Tony's, you know, uh, arc reactor in two because that and uh you have like, part of that is you know the the build-up with his father and like the self-destruction he has in two was really good so it would be hard to want that removed you know like because that especially that, self-destru- that self-destruction self he had was very reminiscent of his alcoholism in the comics um at least. Yeah from my point of view so it was cool to see that
3: yeah it's just i think two and three are too similar because the villains are too similar Um, i
2: kind of get what you're saying though yeah
3: in motivation and it's like they're both really kind of the intelligent guy who's like oh i might be able to go you know mind v mind against tony stark and Tony's like no
2: yeah that's fair like i said it was just it's a fun and it's it's my opinion on that one i just like you said i think a lot of it comes back it, it just stems i really like that the opposites on powers um again i like killian's so the thing about killian's thing too is that you know Extremis wasn't even really his idea he just adopted it in his think tank so it was i don't know so it, it was another weak point for me but
3: uh, I remembered what all the villains in Phase Three have in common. What? It's the uh, the Phase Three is all about idea versus idea, and that's why oh, it starts right. with Civil okay. War and like ends with Thanos. Like I will, and that's why all the villains okay. in Phase Three are kind of sympathetic because they're like, oh, it makes sense that he would want to do this because you sympathize with him. Even right. uh, like not Dormammu, which is Phase Three, but um, the guy he corrupts. You kind of get uh, it, because the Ancient One yeah. was hiding powers. Uh, yeah, so that that's what Phase 3 is, is it's idea versus idea. And if you say Civil War is a, uh Iron Man movie, you could say it's definitely a Captain America movie, though.
2: Well, yeah, Captain I wasn't going to, but Captain America Civil War is not an Iron yeah. Man movie. Yeah, I know. So otherwise, I would have probably argued that all day long. And I—I I mean, except you guys wouldn't have dis—I don't think you guys would have disagreed either. So, wouldn't it have been wouldn't much of a hot take. take. Yeah.
0: <laughs> would have been more of a more of a cold take.
2: Mm-hmm. That's all right. We'll days. will do cold takes. We'll just yeah. do leftovers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know. You had some good points. I mean, I—I I guess I understand why. But uh, I think in the end, for me, I don't know. Again, I—I I, I I knew
2: thought... I wasn't going to change your guys's favorite. Iron Man villain, but that's fair. I I, I never knew I wouldn't. I, I always knew I wouldn't. Sorry.
0: I think it's just because I I wanted more of the Mandarin, and now we're not gonna get it.
2: I mean, and I feel I feel like that's where a lot of the problems it, but, Right, but I'm like,
0: it's, it was, it was built did, you up you didn't really get well. it
2: where you wanted it, which was versus Iron Man.
0: Yeah, I was like, ooh, that twist was cool, but it's like, but now it's not really gonna go anywhere. I get my It's a little bit, but not to.
2: Yeah. Well, so clone, the one yeah. thing, the one thing that did you guys see the they did that little short movie about how Ben Kingsley is apparently the Mandarin in disguise as this actor disguises himself as the Mandarin, but took control of it. I don't know. It was a it was a little short movie they released to try and like retcon that because people were so pissed. No, I didn't. Yeah,
3: I do have one more thing to say about um, just a problem with Killian. Um, so it. The movie always kinda sets up like Maya Hansen to be the villain. Yeah. So it, it kinda like it which would be fine as a twist if there were one twist. Then you get like this weird double twist thing and you're like, Why'd you throw that second one in there? Right. Um, right. and I actually no why, it's because the writers actually wrote Maya Hansen to be the main villain at the beginning, but then the producers or like the head producers said, No, I want it to be right. this guy. Killian. Yeah.
2: See, and I I honestly probably would have liked it even more if it was Maya, honestly. I,
3: that that is my other problem with it. I feel like if they would have just had it Maya, I think it would be better as right. like,
2: I don't disagree. I can't argue that point, but with what we got, I still I still think I like Killian. And it's not it's not like leaps and bounds above Iron Monger here, like it's just an edge out that yeah sticks in my uh, mind. The
3: weird thing about iron man movies compared to the other marvel movies is they are the best movies with the worst villains if that makes sense like other movies are better movies because they have better villains but iron man having a weaker villain but it's because the tony versus tony arc is so strong in the iron man movies that him versus himself was right that's why iron man is probably the best character out of all of them
2: yeah that's fair i like it yeah, that's all I really got on my hot tech, man. Sorry. I knew it wasn't going to be very long, but...
0: No, that's all right. No, it's a good one. Um, I mean, yeah, in the end, Iron Monger for me. It sounds like Iron Monger for Dan, but I understand your points.
2: Whiplash, is, that, is Whiplash both three for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not... I didn't really like Whiplash. Okay.
3: Uh, I, so, I like his motive more. They're pretty close to me. I The performance definitely is last. Right, yeah. Um,
2: so, I just, I feel like 2 two is almost more about, again, Tony carrying himself from Palladium than it is yeah, Whiplash. Yeah. Whiplash just kind of happens to be there at the time. Mm-hmm. So, I, I really wish Justin Hammer, I, I don't know, I feel like if he had, had a better like matchup with him, he could have been a better combo to me, but yeah. Cause I really do love Justin Hammer. Like Sam Rockwell fucking knocked it out of the park with that, and yeah, he is my favorite villain. I should say.
0: I was gonna say yeah. But... I should. But <laughs> 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 well, if that concludes that, um, I guess we can just jump right over into the interview portion again. It's gonna be me being interviewed this time by you too so let's jump into that right after this transition thank you for listening to the dag gum podcast there are new episodes available every monday on youtube google podcasts spotify breaker pocket cast radio public and anchor more platforms will become available soon stay tuned as we move on to our next segment of the episode enjoy all right, welcome to the interview segment of the podcast. Um, today I'm going to be getting interviewed by our co-host Dan and our anger correspondent Gemma Lee, and I have no idea what these questions are going to be, so I'm kind of excited. So Dan, we'll just have you start since you're technically on this side of the screen.
3: Okay, um, can you just tell us about yourself, your age, um, you know? maybe just a little background maybe plug your stuff a little bit
0: sure sure so my name's Cooper you probably already know that I am 22 years old um I work in the IT profession as my career obviously I love all sorts of pop culture things comics movies any of that good stuff um my YouTube channel, where this is obviously being posted, is called Kupaka, which is kind of my, oh, I don't even know what you would call it, my name, across, like, every platform that I have, you know, any sort of gaming, social media kind of thing, that's usually what I go by, so, that's kind of a little rundown on myself.
2: Uh... If you were put in the Star Wars universe, would you be a rebel or part of the Galactic Empire?
0: I'd probably be a rebel. Um, I I couldn't see myself being a part of the Empire. I don't know. like Just as a person, I feel like I'm too nice and soft. <laughs> I, am. I just couldn't see any way for me to actually be Part of the empire not to say the empire is all bad i mean i mean some of their beliefs i i kind of agree more so probably on the separatists between the empire that's,
3: that's what i was going to ask separatists or republic um, so
0: i mean i if you did like the actual ideals of the separatists not the you know corrupt count dooku you know doing that yeah. leading the separatists but but if I had to pick between those two, just to answer your question, I would be part of the Rebels.
2: I was trying to debate whether to go more abroad with it or just choose those two, but I figured I'd stick no, to No, you're good. You know, you're good. Okay. All
3: right. What would you consider your greatest weakness and why?
0: My biggest, greatest, my biggest, greatest weakness. That was a weird wording. My greatest weakness is. Probably self confidence in myself, just in general, I guess, you know, making my own decisions, um, trying to justify decisions that I'm making, I, I tend to lack the confidence to feel like I can actually make a quality decision. I just get nervous. I don't know. I just don't want to fuck up. No, I'd say that's probably my biggest weakness.
2: um if you got to choose to live in a universe like my hero academia where you had a, like a quirk or superpower or any other world um you know like uh again a star wars style universe being able to traverse the galaxies or whatever matrix style um which one would you choose hmm. and why of course
0: yeah i don't know i feel like i'd probably want to live i my knee-jerk reaction was the dc universe but that's only because i like the dc universe i don't think actually living the quality of living in the dc universe would be very good (laughs) um i would say probably star wars because i feel like it's probably the most vast and um i feel like it's probably the more traditional to kind of real life i mean i kind of like real life but like if i had to live in a fantasy setting you know the idea of you know your armies being stormtroopers it's pretty similar just to like soldiers jedi would be pretty fucking sweet the force existing in the universe would be pretty sweet but it's not too so, crazy yeah, yeah. to me but i feel like you, you
2: could have a yeah
0: i just wouldn't be in it i just wouldn't be important i just make sure it was not anybody's list i'd just i'd just be a a farm boy (laughs) no yeah i just probably choose a, a cozy life
3: okay take me back to when you were 10 years old what did you want to be when you grew up
0: when i was 10 years old i the longest time i wanted to be a scientist But in my head, the scientist was just doing cool shit. But as I got older, I realized science was really hard and (laughs) you kind of have to be really smart. And again, with my going back to my weakness, got to be willing to make big decisions and important decisions and being confident in what you're doing. And so I was like, I don't think I should be a scientist so i ended up just i mean you could consider me a computer scientist but it, it, i i just ended up picking something that i felt like i was pretty good at
3: i quoted you i wrote down that quote science is really hard kubaka gonna frame it, hang yeah. it on my wall
0: yeah <laughs> science is very hard
2: um what the hell was i just gonna i had one I used to go with this one until I remember it. Um if you could eliminate one thing from existence, I'd get an ideal object, person, I don't really care what and why.
0: I would get rid of religion.
2: Um nothing
0: against anybody that's religious. But I feel like the it wouldn't j guess let me let me ask this. So is it something that exists and I'm all of a sudden taking it away and people will know the effect? Or just <laughs> from the beginning of time, am I taking it
2: Probably away? Probably from beginning of time. I don't okay. really want to have – I don't want you to have to deal with the, the repercussions okay. of your choice. So. Yeah,
0: because those would definitely be different. Uh, yeah, no, um, <laughs> beginning of time, if the idea of religion just didn't exist, um, there would be so much less wars, you know – I feel like just so many global issues that we deal with would probably not be as big of an issue without if religion didn't exist
3: there would be a lot less art though that is it's like true the one good thing there's it's true. a lot of good artistic works that come out of that but yeah okay yeah uh let's see here Are you an American badass?
0: I'm such an American badass.
3: I get pussy whenever I want.
0: Call Ashley. Can you explain what that. that is from? So I won't give a, a direct a direct reference, but I once had a YouTube channel when I was younger, like late elementary school into junior high school. I thought I was really good at making videos, and so I did funny videos with my friends. And I made a video called "American Badass," and if you can somehow, if you can find that, kudos to you. But there's some pretty quotable moments, and that's probably the most quotable moment in that video.
2: <laughs> Very good video.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I should re-upload it to the this channel.
2: did uh, did you guys watch that Netflix powers movie with uh, Jamie Fox okay basically the premise in it you get pill, you know you have a pill you take it and you, you get powers right so say you have a selection of that as a store what power are you choosing and why
0: I think just based off of this is a superpower I've always wanted Um I don't know if it maybe be the most useful, but it might be the most fun. Is uh, shape shifting. I've always loved the idea. I mean, Beast Boy is one of my favorite. I mean, so is it just shifters. straight up organic
2: shape shifting like Beast Boy where it's like just animals, or are you talking like it's where you can just shape shift into pretty much anything? I would like to, like to like, shape shift
0: yeah. into anything. Um, for a while, just, I mean, just the idea of it is usually just like I want to have kind of powers like Beast Boy, but...
2: You play Prop Hunt with Nerf Guns.
0: Yes, it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. There, there was one Christmas when I was really young. I actually asked for um, shape shifting superpowers. <laughs> nice. That didn't happen.
3: That you know oh, of. Santa. Shh, that guy.
0: Well oh, <laughs> lame weird. ass. Keeping it all to himself.
2: Seriously. Uh,
3: all right. If you were to die today or tonight after this podcast, because we have to finish filming, obviously. Yep. Um what what three things would you want people to remember you for and why?
0: Hmm. That's a lot of things. Um I don't know. I feel like, for the most part, I'm a I'm a pretty good person. I feel like I, w- I would like to be maybe considered as like a role model to people. Um, I feel like I try to set good examples. That's probably the biggest one. Um, I don't know. I haven't, t- <laughs> I haven't done a lot of good things big things important things so it's hard to think of um being a good brother i feel like i've been a pretty good brother for most of my life and i guess just caring for others probably just caring for the fellow the fellow man and fellow creature those probably be my three
2: Look at Dan with all these serious questions. What the hell?
0: I know, he's usually just like, <laughs> what's your favorite hot sauce? An
2: ass <laughs> hat, yeah. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of that, um, we cool. got a little more extensive like, than Dan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite Pokemon and Pokemon game? I know Ooh. you haven't played them all, but... Yeah,
0: of the ones that I've played, um, Platinum was my favorite. And... Favorite Pokemon. That's tough. Um, I really liked Mudkip. Like the whole evolution of him. And I also always really liked Rhyhorn. Obviously the whole evolution of him too. I probably couldn't name the specific evolution. But Rihorn, I yeah, yeah. Rhinos have okay. always been my favorite animals right. so when I was Urterior. young. It's like, ooh, yeah. But Mudkip, probably as
2: a starter Pokemon, he was definitely my favorite. Did you see his Swole Boy Mega Evolution ever?
0: I think I did when we were playing that Pokemon tabletop.
2: Oh, okay. I think yeah, I I was going through be.
0: a big list of them. I think I saw it. Super evolutions are kinda cool.
2: Yeah mega evolution thing right
0: shows you how much i
2: yeah i
0: know (laughs) i did pay attention when i was a kid i promise that's fair
3: okay do you have any skills or talents that most people don't know about
0: hmm well I feel like, this is kind of just a recent thing again, but I feel like I'm pretty good with video editing for the most part. I mean, I just kind of started doing it again, but I feel like I've always kind of had a little bit of a knack for it. Um, Still pretty fucking rusty on it, but... I don't know, it's kind of a weird, I mean, it's kind of a stupid skill, but i feel like i'm pretty good at learning new things i don't know if that's considered a skill because i don't know but yeah sure and i'm also for the most part i'm pretty damn good at spelling
2: Spelling and that typing are two different that? things, yes. Dan. Yes, yes. Okay. I'm fucking terrible at texting.
0: He
3: knows how to spell it. Yes. But the I, capabilities almost, of spelling I almost them. always okay. correct
0: myself. but
3: Okay. Uh, I was hoping more for like, I can balance a spoon on my nose, and I was going to be like, well, let's see it. Um, oh, those are good answers. So yeah.
2: continuing on Dan's skills-based thing, what's a skill you want to obtain or want to learn? Um...
0: I really want to learn another language. Um, I feel like it's not very useful, but for a really long time, I wanted to learn Russian really bad.
2: Could be useful here in a while. You don't know.
0: Who knows? (laughs) Um, (laughs) And again, kind of back to my weakness, trying to do better. Um, but just trying to be more confident in myself. I guess just, it's a skill that I just want to be able to be confident in my decisions and think that they're the best decisions.
2: Just remember, I'm trying to help you with that every time I tell you to buy something.
0: Oh, I know. I know. That's another skill <laughs> that I need to lose is uh, being or falling into uh, peer pressure. I'm very skilled at falling into peer pressure. Fuckers, always making
2: me buy shit. I'm just very persuasive.
0: You are like, oh, that's cool. It's like Name one, one thing that
2: you've bought, that I made you buy that you haven't enjoyed yet. The Silver Surfer
0: Marvel Select figure. I enjoyed okay, it when I looked at it. But I have mainly just been looking for a place to just put it. Away. I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. It wasn't very
2: exciting, but.
0: Um, I was think gonna about say it this that... way: it's
2: better to regret buying it than never get not buying it.
0: It's true. Right here, little story. Exactly. We we got tattoos at a comic con. Was it last year or the year before? I don't know. Colorado year... Springs.
2: Fuck, I don't remember. It, so it yeah, it was twenty. Wasn't this yeah. most
0: recent summer, but last. summer And yeah. when, when COVID was not around, we went to Colorado Springs and went to Comic Con, and he said, like, "Go get a fucking tattoo." It's like, "Only if you get one." So now we both have tattoos. I it's got a little millennium pocket it's not very centered
2: it's okay it's fine cooper got yelled at for taking pictures of the tattoo book it was funny yeah
0: because i took somebody else's idea and then i found it on google and they fucking i was like they took it from google images it wasn't theirs (laughs) just printed it off
3: asshole right um who inspires you just one person anybody anybody at all
0: um i don't like to give celebrities a higher moral value but sometimes i tend to um i get really inspired when i listen to I don't know. I feel like just good speakers in general make me feel very inspired. So like for one example, politics aside, listening to Barack Obama speak like this man makes me want to just fucking lead a company or just be the best person I could be. He just makes me feel so good about myself. Um actor that I listen to the most and I guess i'm pretty inspired by is jake gyllenhaal just the way he talks about his craft makes me want to like do the do the same with what i do so those are two big ones
2: they're good ones though yeah um but um, but, um... How about if you could own it, anything in the world what would it be? Like any one thing. Just get possession of it.
0: Even if it doesn't exist? Sure. All
2: mm-hmm. right, give me give me one of each. One one that you would say doesn't exist and one that you really want that does exist.
1: Um
0: selfishly this is just a selfish choice again i really want really want those goddamn superpowers i want i wanted the ability to be able to shape shift without the inconvenience Um, real thing though i would want is
1: I don't know,
0: probably to just be to just be like happy, I guess, every day, positive all the time. Um, I feel like, of course, one day I want a family, and I feel like that's a goal that I strive for. You know, I'm hoping for that, and I'm hoping that that brings happiness to me every day. Hope to have kids. I feel like that's not like an unrealistic thing to ask for, but I think that's one thing that I really want. Do it to it. Yeah. And I know I can make that happen sooner than later. I understand that. But I want to wait a little bit. <laughs> it's
2: okay. I'm not encouraging sooner than no, later. You're no, you're good.
0: I just, as a, I guess, like a lifelong thing, I, that's something that right. I want for sure.
3: So this is kind of a weird question because it's not really like it seems kind of like a trivia question, but it's more about to show us what your thought process is. Um, Can you estimate for me how much uh, square feet of pizza is eaten each year? By uh, like the entire human race yearly.
1: Uh,
0: Well, I'd probably... Like, am I just allowed to just look up information? Like, I guess my process to figure this out would probably be, of course, I'm going to jump on the internet first, and I'm going to see, you know, maybe how much, if it's a calculation, um, how much square footage is in a average-sized pizza. then I'd probably try and figure out how much, I guess again, kind of trying to use that measurement. How many square feet of pizza the average person eats. And then I'd try and just maybe add that up. <laughs> kind of like that. I guess that would be the way. But well, can you appreciate.
3: estimate those figures for me? I can do the math for you.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I mean, me personally, um, I probably eat a whole pizza to myself every. I don't know, I'd probably say every two and a half weeks, two weeks. I'll probably have, like... two pizzas a month? Yeah, two pizzas a month. So... I'd say the average person... I don't know, I feel like a lot of people get pizza. So I'd say two pizzas a month is...
3: So you're eating 24 pizzas a year. Yep. Basically, you're saying everyone eats 24 pizzas a year. Yep. Okay, cool. So... Um how much square foot is in the pizza, do you think? I don't
0: know. (laughs) Two two square feet.
3: Okay. And then you just times that by the population of the world.
0: Uh huh. Which is (laughs) twelve. Very close.
2: (laughs) Yep.
1: Oh,
0: just man. our viewers.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, You're the only ones that matter. <laughs> all the three people out there, which is just us three. So
3: there are 7.594 billion people in the world. Do you think they all eat pizza?
0: Yeah. I'd say so.
2: Even mm. if they don't all eat pizza, I feel like the people that eat more pizza justify... The average of Cooper's pizza a yeah. year.
3: Okay, so basically you're saying there are uh three hundred and sixty-four billion square feet of pizza eaten each year. Um it's way too much by the way. It is a lot less than that. Nice. Pizza's did, only popular America. They did their math wrong or wrong. <laughs> Pizza's really only popular in America.
0: What about Italy?
3: Surprisingly, pizza isn't actually is like an American thing. Yeah, it's not that.
0: Well, we eat a lot there are of other parts of the world pizza. that
3: eat it, but obviously Pizza Hut is. Well, how off up am up, I? But, uh, about uh, almost three hundred billion. It's only two point four uh, billion square feet of pizza are eaten. Uh, they did, they did
0: their math wrong.
3: A little bit more than that. It's it well, that's just an estimate. Mm-hmm. It's probably close to three, like three billion, but it is still sure. sure. But I like the process, I like yeah, the thought right. process. I, that's what we were looking it, for. Here. It was
2: a very, it was very mathematical process yeah. like i think he just didn't he, once you get to that you don't take the culture in effect you know yeah. you're not considering all parts of the equation you're just considering the yeah. basic equation itself so yeah. it was very i liked it i didn't think about the culture either really mm-hmm. i mean that's what i was. did start thinking about like india like some parts of india it's like these guys don't have pizza but yeah. i also figure there's a lot of fat asses like me out there that eat a lot more pizza a year or so yeah of course 300 billion more square feet's a lot to make up so. <laughs>
0: yeah we got a lot of big people in america though so I
2: don't know. um motherfucker how about let's try and do if... three more three more questions each sure um if you could live anywhere that you wanted to live that wasn't here for instance if uh where would you go
0: in the whole world
2: sure I'd say universe but i don't know i mean you'd yeah, have yeah. to be able have the ability to colonize mars or something so yeah
0: i don't know if i'd want to live there until it's at least up and running
2: when you gonna be the first one you gotta eat yuck. your own poop
0: yuck <laughs> my dog already does it not my poop but <laughs> <laughs> let me clarify
2: she i've got dogs and i've got babies so yeah. um Oh, where was it? Kokomo? I don't know.
0: I always kind of wanted to live like over near like England, like Wales. <laughs> okay. And, like that. I guess that area. I, I don't know I, if I could pick like a specific country. Obviously, I've never been, so it's hard to say. There's a lot of countries I'd really like to visit,
3: though. Okay. A penguin walks through your door right now wearing a sombrero. What does he say and why is he here?
0: Who's got more tequila? And where the fuck am I?
3: And whose sombrero is this? Okay. So he's here because he's drunk. Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah, that makes sense to me.
0: He's like my cousin Danny DeVito invited me.
3: I
2: don't know where he is. Did y'all read Mr. Popper's Penguins? No. I just remember that book as a kid. It's a fun book. Maybe I
0: I've watched the, the Jim Carrey one or is that a different is that a different Penguin
2: show? I feel like okay. I was going to say I think it's the same thing. I just remember the book being fun as a child and that, that reminded me of that. My bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was thinking of Happy Feet. Fair one to you. So give me your favorite childhood movie your favorite current movie yeah Yeah. and a movie you're looking forward to in kind of production creation whatever if it's something that's coming out this year next year four years from now
0: um favorite childhood movie bat nipples no it wasn't a batman movie um i don't even know if it would have been a superhero movie i really 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 liked sky high it's a good one. I, I I like how I said it's not a superhero movie and that was yeah.
3: That's a um that, looking at uh, my research here, that's a superhero that movie. That is
0: so. a superhero movie. Um favorite current movie. Ah. Uh, that one's hard. I'm just trying to think of a movie I could put on anytime and just be like just cherish how much i love it probably the shining i i've never i think i guess i never get sick of the shining um favorite movie looking forward to there well movie i'm most looking forward to is Mike. um i don't know if it has a name yet i'm gonna Look it up just so I'm not stupid. Mm. So it's Robert Eggers, um, his new movie. It's gonna be. It's called The Northman. Um, Robert Eggers made The Witch, and The Lighthouse,
1: yeah.
0: and the northman just cast wise it has um willem defoe bill Skarsgård, which is who played the new pennywise and anya taylor joy which i think is she's really good looking at this i'm not 100 sure it also has nicole kidman and ethan hawk but they don't have like names so I, it's hard to i don't know if they're like actually in it but I, I think he's probably one of like the most unique filmmakers just in general. Cause like he he tends to go for more horror esque movies, but they're not really like scary. Right. I don't know. Like The Witch wasn't scary, but it was just like unsettling as shit. And then The Lighthouse, obviously, I fucking love. I mean mm-hmm. Gotta show it off now that I'm talking about it. But I got well, Light, whole lighthouse tattoo. I fucking love that movie. It was just so different. But I can understand why people would be like this fucking stupid, but I loved it. So I'm just excited to see what he does with this. I feel like it might be a good branch out maybe from horror ish stuff. I just like right. to see what he could do. Yeah. Yeah. And the Batman, That's- of course forever pets i'm very excited for that
3: is uh this the last question or do we have two more?
0: sure last this, question th- yeah this could be the last question that'll be good timing so
3: okay um who would win a fight between spider-man and batman
0: i with or without yeah with or without <laughs> prep time <laughs> um with prep time batman can be really anybody um i mean shit he could fucking probably beat galactus if he's got prep time and that would be a whole hot take on its own but um without prep time i, know, I
3: feel like spider-man's the same way if he had prep time
0: i feel like he's batman might be time. a little smarter though i feel like he's got a more experience doing it maybe just I because not know about he's older, maybe.
3: It depends. This Peter Parker is usually pretty smart, very intelligent. I'd probably say more intelligent than Batman. Batman is definitely better financed.
2: Um, depends on the Spider-Man you take, though. Yeah. It's
1: true.
2: True. Like so, would... the other thing too, I I was gonna say in this, I feel like Peter always has to fight and kind of lose. Like not necessarily win like against the good foes he always loses at least once right yeah. and then he has to come back and win. And I feel like Batman is somewhat in the same thing. Like I mean he he might not always win but it's usually a stalemate. Villain gets away and then he comes back and wins the second time. So it, it is kind of a good. It's a very good question because you don't.
0: I I think Batman would talking. win. Um. I think he's more tactical and I feel like he's a better fighter.
3: I knew you were going to answer that, but we're not going to just spend time debating. No, it. you're
0: good. You're good. That's <laughs> a that's, that's a good discussion point, but
3: yeah. yeah
0: personally, I think uh, I think Batman would win.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Um, we can wrap that. That could be our last question there. Um, that leaves us at pretty good time for that interview. So we will move on to the next segment. Appreciate all the good questions. That was fun. We're going to try and get a separate guest for our next episode um i actually have been in contact with somebody so i think we actually might have a guest outside of us three for the interview portion so that should be pretty exciting um so we'll shoot on over to our next segment it's gonna be pretty similar to last week's episode kind of same style we're going to be discussing our top 10 favorite comic media villains rather than from the comics themselves. So, let's jump right into that. Thank you for listening to the Dag Gum Podcast. There are new episodes available every Monday on YouTube, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Anchor. More platforms will become available soon. Stay tuned as we move on to our next segment of the episode. Enjoy! Welcome to the final segment of the episode we are going to be discussing our top 10 favorite comic book media villains Um, we tried to keep the the rules I guess as tight as we could but with a lot of our favorite characters we kind of jumped into some pretty niche smaller comic book I guess pulling from the comic books into the movies by media, we're clarifying that as movies, TV shows, video games. And that's really, for the most part, they have to come. F- they don't necessarily have to originate from a comic book, but they have to at least have a comic book. They have to have showed up in a comic book at some point. Much, but we didn't want to pull too much from that. as we didn't want it to end up just being a movie villain list, just in general. Anyways, without further ado, I will start out with my number 10. So this one actually would have been a lot higher in my list if we were doing specific renditions of characters, but since we kind of have to lump them in as one character, it shot down to my number 10. So it's from DC, and it is Scarecrow. The specific one that made me pick Scarecrow, and I know you guys haven't, played it yet but um, Arkham Knight he is actually probably the main antagonist of that game Um, he's fucking creepy as hell his voice is acting is just fucking phenomenal and I just think he's completely menacing and he's pretty much willing to kill the whole town of Gotham if Batman doesn't give himself up to essentially everybody but because I love that rendition so much, Scarecrow as a whole as a character, um, that's why I ended up as number ten, because him and the Dark Knight trilogy and the animated series were good, but I don't think they were necessarily like phenomenal, I guess the way he that I thought he was in the Ark of Night game.
2: Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> Scarecrow's good. It was yeah. a good fill-in for the first um, Batman movie.
0: Yeah, I would like to have seen a little more of it. But... All right. Oh, yeah, I guess if you, you don't have in? much... Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, you're good.
0: I know you kind of already have much said something. I not say
3: about Scarecrow. It's just like... Yeah, Scarecrow. I figured it was
0: kind of like a good opinion. You guys probably liked him, so... Yeah.
3: Um, so my number 10 actually originated in Archie Comics. Mm. Um, is it is currently a villain for the Sabrina's Chilling Adventures show on Netflix. Mm. And it's uh, Lilith, also known as Miss Satan, also known as the Mother of Demons. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you guys have seen Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, but it is I great.
2: Okay. I was going to say, it sounds like a really good character, but I haven't watched this so. Yeah.
3: Um, so the reason I like her is she's just a master manipulator. Uh, she manipulates Sabrina uh, to basically help her um, summon Satan, Lucifer, to the earth. Uh, and with, since you guys haven't seen it, I can't reveal too many spoilers, but um, she's uh, just a good villain. Um, I don't know if you guys have read many Archie comics. Uh, <laughs> no, you know. I was gonna say you
2: could probably go spoiler heavy because I don't. I mean, it's not something I, on my watch list that I plan on watching. If I watch to it and I get to it, it's great. But it's up to you.
3: Okay. Um. Well, she just manipulates Sabrina. Um, basically, um, Sabrina being the daughter of the devil. Um. She has to be like the antichrist, and so she does these anti, these perversions of these holy acts, um, to basically become like super powerful. Um, and you know, Lilith all uh, guides her along the way, but Lilith has her own motivations at the time too. She's like kind of following what, uh, Satan is telling her, but she also just wants to take over hell. And so it's, she's an interesting character for sure.
0: I was gonna say spoiler warning when I did this, but it was too late. But if you were wondering, where you like, what are you doing there? I was gonna say spoiler warning, but I was
3: like, oh no, do we just spoil it for Cooper? <laughs> yeah. I, I, Cooper? I I would recommend watching it though, um, if you don't plan to. Uh, and Archie comics are fun. Like, isn't that Cooper where Riverdale James? came from? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um.
2: So my ten, is super grounded. Um. I really like. The, I don't remember what his name is in the comics, but they changed it for the movie. Kickass, Frank D'Amico. <laughs> you know, um, just basically mobster boss who is going up against this teenage kid and, um, you know, Big Daddy and Hit Girl and shit. Um, I just, it obviously it's one of the more realistic super movie, you know, superhero movies. That, I mean, because it's, yeah, it's super easy to see, and I just I like that it movie. that it's an actual, yeah, it's a great movie, and I, I love. The acting in it's fantastic. Um, the whole portrayal of the movie is great. Um, I love the way he dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's Spoiler just nothing right about him just as a as a villain I don't like that it happens in that movie for him. Yeah. I had to include him.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot else to say. I, I fucking love both kick ass movies. I actually kind of forgot about them, but now that you
2: mentioned it, yeah. it's like, oh, exactly. fuck. I thought about doing, uh, the kid is the motherfucker, but he wasn't nearly as good as yeah, yeah, his dad. So,
3: what about what was it, Mother Russia? I think that was My, the best. Mother,
2: mother Russia was, uh, she was all right, but she was, <laughs> you know, she's like a mini, she's a mini boss in the, the yeah. level so it's like, good. all right, all right.
3: So
0: to number nine, so. I feel like I've liked most renditions of this. I feel like it's a pretty well-rounded character, but um, it's going to be Harley Quinn. Um, Batman in the animated series. I mean, they're the ones that created her. So obviously watching that unveil was pretty amazing. Her throughout all the Arkham games is fucking phenomenal. The voice acting is it's the same voice actress that played her in the animated series. And then, um, obviously, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is perfect choice. So that's my number nine.
3: Yeah, Margot's yeah, pretty I awesome. I definitely like her more as the anti-hero from Suicide Squad and like uh, the Birds of Prey.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why I said I liked all. I, I liked all the yeah. renditions. I mean, Suicide Squad was not a good movie, but she was the best part of it. So,
3: well, her and dead Deadshot. I was gonna say awesome. You, yeah, you can you can argue her and Deadshot. One of the, those two.
2: Yeah, she's. I, I feel like she's. She's almost in that Venom category where she, she, lately, as of late, she's fallen in the anti-villain kind of yeah thing, which yeah. it sucks, But
3: yeah, oh yeah speaking of people who are anti-heroes, at my number nine, um, Magneto. So, um, so specifically, uh, I, I like him as a villain more than as an anti-hero. So, as an X-Men 1 through 3 are probably the better renditions of him. Um, not that I don't like him in, like, the days of future past and that arc of movies he's he's
2: definitely more hero in those
3: yeah i also like him in the x-men animated series uh he's not i mean there's a couple of animated series and one he's definitely the main villain and the other one he's very much like just kind of this guy who's not a good guy but he just has his own island and so you know but i do like magneto i think he's definitely one of those most relatable villains and i think he was played very excellent excellent excellently by uh
0: ian mckellen
3: uh, ian mckellen yep
0: do you do you like ian mckellen's portrayal better than fassbender it's kind of hard to say because fassbender was more of like the origin ish yeah of it, but, but yes
3: yeah i do the uh specifically the like um the breakout of prison scene with mystique is better than the breakout of prison scene with uh, uh, uh quicksilver uh,
2: in my opinion I that mean, one's very like cinematically
3: cinematically maybe quicksilver's looks better but I gotta I I just like the whole mystique like hey you come here check some pull of iron and it's like I right. Just Yeah, I like. It's very good it. for what they had. Yeah,
0: yeah. I like Magneto and all the movies for sure. He is probably, I mean, honestly, like the best part of almost all of them.
2: Um, so I guess that will my number nine. So I went with Bane. Um, Bane's pretty good in most renditions. The only one, obviously, is uh, the George Clooney Batman. He was just a hired muscle, you know. So.
0: He at least looked he's, comic accurate.
2: No. He did look comic accurate, but that was he, the uh, just yeah, just growling at everything. Um, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> <This laughs> the worst part. Yes, of Bane's existence, as far as I'm concerned. Other than that, though, he's done great. You know, Dark Knight Rises um, animated series.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: he's also very good in the Arkham games.
2: Yeah, I need to play those one day. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah.
3: okay.
0: What do you think, Dan? Of Bane? Uh,
3: yeah, it's very good in the third Batman. Um, Honestly, like besides that and the other Batman, and the animated series, it's like, don't really have much to go off of. I assume
2: I assume they did really good in the, the game, because from everything yeah. I've heard in the game, the good villains are good, so. Yeah, yeah as Um, long as they didn't again go back to george clooney they
0: they almost did in some of it um when he was i don't remember which game it was but they kind of made him into like a fucking giant hulking beast and i was like "Eh, i don't like it as much i mean it's still cool like just as a kind of off thing to do with bane but i like original bane not that Bane.
2: <laughs> I think so. Part of it, obviously, Tom Hardy's Bane just brings it elevates, obviously, Bane yeah, the whole yeah, me, so
0: yeah, for sure. All right, well, moving on to number eight. Um, my number eight is Count Dooku. Um, again, if you refer back to earlier in the episode, what I was talking throughout the interview about the separatists, um that's one of my favorite things about count dooku is just the fucking manipulation that he has over the separatists it's super fun to watch and uh, being kind of the mentor for asajj Ventress for a little bit um i thought that was fun and he's just such a he's such a beast i don't know like he's so smart and like he's like an elegant fighter again he was taught by yoda so obviously but just the way he fights like he doesn't even need a lightsaber like he's just so he can just move and he's just a very good fighter but from the clone wars he's been fucking amazing he's probably been one of my favorite parts of that show and prequels we didn't get to see much of him but Christopher Lee's rendition of him was good
3: yeah definitely Feel like count dooku wasn't done enough justice in the movies yeah but like clone wars you definitely see and comics and yeah. the literature mm-hmm. you definitely see like count dooku as you know having more prowess than he does in the in movies so
0: yeah i'm listening to the the audiobook. i just got it the other day the dooku the last jedi i think or Jedi Lost, where it's the story of him and Ventress, like his kind of where he originated, and then Ventress's adventures with Dooku as his Padawan, pretty much.
2: Yeah, I've read bits and pieces of that one so far. It's pretty young, again. Um. Yeah, I like the choice. Yeah.
3: Uh, so let's see number eight yep. for me is uh killgrave from jessica mm. jones the netflix series mm-hmm. uh also known as purple man uh speaking of master manipulators that's your master manipulator right there um that mm-hmm. is his power set though as so he does release um, yeah depending on which rendition um like it's like some sort of mind control. You can debate his powers. I believe the comic book accurate one is it's like sort of more like a pheromone that makes people yeah. people more susceptible to his manipulation. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was played perfectly by David Tennant. Uh he was, you know, intimidating. Enough he was um charismatic for sure. And you could also relate to him. Like he was not without his troubles and you could see it in the jessica jones series i
0: only I only watched the first season um was he was he the villain in season one right yes
3: okay because i
0: yeah because okay. i remember i haven't watched it in a really long time i remember him in like yeah. the end the very end scene like i think it's in the elevator it was uh if i remember right i was pretty i was like holy shit I can't wait till next season and then I never watched it uh-huh. but now, yeah I mean he was that's the only rendi I mean that's the only thing I know have, of him I never read Jessica Jones in the comics to be honest and so I didn't I don't know anything about Kilgrave or Purple Man you know in the comics but the rendition of him in Jessica Jones is pretty great
2: Yeah, um the only reason I I wouldn't put him on is just because those are pretty much the only two you know him from. Um I don't know, he I don't have as much, you know, time with him as I do other villains. Sure. But he did very good for the little bit I've seen him in and red. So yeah. it's definitely a good different choice.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um so my number eight, um I went with the Tinkerer um tinkers he's kind of one of those low-key guys i like from the comics but i've so far i've liked the renditions of him um you know in uh homecoming just as kind of a sidekick villain but the miles morales game gravitates around a rendition of the tinkerer so um her arc is very very good I don't want to get too spoilery if you guys are actually going to play the game, which... Yeah, so. I would like to. Yes. I mean,
0: I got rid of my
2: PlayStation, uh, again, so... But, um, trying not to, yeah, so... just no. try get
3: the disc, Jeremy? Can I, you loan it to me, or did you buy it? No,
2: I bought it digitally, because I didn't want to wait. I guess I could technically lend you my PlayStation if you want
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah, I I don't honestly have to... Sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was going to say, I'm not playing anything on it currently, so...
0: As a character, I guess I really don't have too much experience um, outside of, honestly, really the Spider-Man movie.
2: I was <laughs> yeah, so, gonna say it's, it's it's very much like the the Purple Man thing for T- Yeah, Man it's too. like if if you haven't he's, read he's it, the...
0: then you really won't know. Probably. I always
2: like I always like the idea of tinkering too, because like I I mean I tinker with a little bit of everything so
0: yeah, with cars and stuff too yeah
2: cars computers
0: mm-hmm.
2: if it moves or runs on electricity i'll yeah do something i like, like it. it so i like it
3: yeah tinker um I, from the what is homecoming yeah yeah he's in there yeah he's the mean, one very limited all the shit yeah exactly yeah
2: but cool little rendition. He could come back yeah. and know their shit, too. So. Yeah.
3: Could be a very interesting um, character.
2: He's usually pretty fun. Like, um, the you know, the Disney, the XD animated Spider-Man, he has a rendition on there, too. I remember Peter stops him while he's at a baseball game for some fucking... It was a really, really weird way to open up with the tinkerer, but it was funny.
0: Was he ever in the animated series? I honestly don't remember.
2: Like the nineties one? Yeah, I don't think so. I think he. I think he's a lot. new. I think he's new. Like his comic origins newer yeah. than that. If
0: I remember right, that's right. But honestly, wasn't sure.
2: I think I could be wrong too. Fuck.
0: Well, you look that up. Um, I'll jump to my number seven. Um, my number seven, specifically, the main rendition that made me choose it, but I feel like for the most part, it's still a solid spot, is uh, Wilson Fisk, aka Kingpin, uh, in the Daredevil Netflix series, um, was just fucking phenomenal, um, I would have ranked him higher, if it was just the Daredevil TV series, uh, I wasn't as interested in him, in, in, of course the fucking Ben Affleck Daredevil movie and I don't know in the animated series and like the Spider-Verse I mean he was good but I you just didn't I feel like didn't get to spend as much time with him the way you did in the Daredevil show and just watching him become who he did and Vincent D'Onofrio just fucking played the hell out of him I don't know he like anytime he was on screen I was so excited I was like I like him better than daredevil i'm like i'm rooting for wilson fisk just because he was great so he's at my number seven
3: yeah uh i really like kingpin he's also on my list um i'll talk more about the versions that i like of him um later but well we can just kind of talk about the version of him in daredevil for now no that's a very good version of him yeah very uh great acting it was a sympathetic character you related a ton he was intimidating and he was hard to bring down
0: the scene that gets me the most is when he fucking has that person in the car door and he's just I'm like holy shit this guy's fucking ruthless I mean there's plenty of good scenes with him but
2: I was gonna say I love the the reputation that he has with Vanessa and that too, like it feels very down to earth and very real.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I really enjoyed that. You saw kind of the more personal side of him, not just like the villain side.
2: Yeah. He's, he's on my list too. So I am not going to go with him. Farther sure. yeah.
0: Sa- save it for when he's in your list. Yeah.
2: Uh, just a tad bit of information. Tinkerer appeared in the amazing Spider-Man number two in 1963. I forgot mm. he was an old white dude. I only know him from the newer shit, I guess. Yeah.
3: Okay. All right, Apparently Dan. I need to
2: read some OG Spider-Man. Okay.
3: Yeah. So, what, are we number General? seven? Yep. Okay. My number seven is uh Scorpion, but not the one you think. It is Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Okay. Um. Okay. Mortal Kombat had a DC run of comics, so mm-hmm. that's why he's in here. Actually, uh. Blood Ties was actually a pretty good DC run for Mortal Kombat. They kind of tied in with the games, too. Um, But obviously, it's from the games. I mean, what more iconic, you know, video game thing? Like, when you think of a video game, a fighting game, you know, get over here. Like, Scorpion is iconic for fighting games.
2: Even as a video game character, like Scorpion, like I mean, yeah, no, I mean he's not in one of those lists.
0: He's pretty much stood the test of time since he's existed. So him and Sub Zero, but obviously Sub Zero is not really the villain. But
3: yeah, Scorpion's
1: great.
3: I mean, depending on who you ask, it's like is Scorpion the villain too? And it's like, you know, not really. None of the fighters are, but. The reason, like uh, playing against him, was always trouble. Scorpion was always a little tr- bit of trouble. Um, yeah. Yeah. Scorpion.
0: Oh, Scorpion's. Scorpio, I like him a lot.
3: And uh, the Mortal Kombat movie, he was probably the uh, the like bright spot of it because it wasn't great, but.
0: Ooh, that's another one of the movies I'm looking forward to.
3: Yeah, they are having a newer one of those, so I, th- I think one. I think James Wan is directing
0: it, which I have at least a little bit of faith. I'm like, worst case, <clears throat> worst case scenario, it's Aquaman.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> which, I way... actually, I in, I enjoy the stupid original Mortal Kombat movie still, just a as a nostalgia time. trip. Like, yeah, but it's it's a fun movie.
3: I, mean, I think that's it's fun. a little ridiculous, but. Eh. I think that's why like, uh,
2: can you name a nineties movie that isn't really ridiculous?
3: Yeah. No, not really. Well, it all <laughs> like all those type of movies are kind of ridiculous. Even like the uh Dragon Ball Z live action. Oh man. Ridiculous.
2: No, I can't no, I can't. No, no, that's so bad. I think that's why James Wan you know, is the uh, only bright spot is what's her butt from Shameless. Yeah, oh.
0: sure. The yeah, and I yeah, I know who
2: you're talking good. about.
0: I think that's why James Wan is such a good choice for that, though. Like, if he's doing that, I, I'm pretty sure my, I'm correct, but like Aquaman is just completely just ridiculous. I know you guys aren't a huge fan, but it was just dumb fun for me. I was like, ooh, I could see a giant fucking crab fighting a bunch of people on seahorses. All right.
2: I, st- I still need to see that movie. It's it's just fun.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, if you do that with Mortal Kombat, people, people will enjoy it.
2: All right, and so seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, you're good. I couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so my seven, I went with uh, Green Goblin. Um, obviously, William Dufos' portrayal of him. Um, not everyone likes the Amazing Spider-Man one. I don't mind it. It's obviously not great, but it's still pretty good. Plus, he kills Gwen Stacy, iconic moment um, from the comics. Um, uh, I don't really.
0: Animated I remember, TV
2: series too, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, he was all right. Nah. Or, see, I remember the Hobgoblin more in the the '90s animated one than I remember sure. the, the Goblin.
0: But I'm trying to remember the Goblin from the games. Even I feel like he really was never
2: big. I mean, so they did they did the the mo- the original Spider-Man yeah. movie games, and yeah. but it was just basically the same thing as the William Defoe one. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember him being a bitch to fight in the games sometimes. Um, and then, of course, all the animated shows—you know, there's been so many of them at this point—they're usually pretty fun still.
0: Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I won't. I won't jump into it too much because he's on my list too. So I'll, I'll kind of jump into it once we get to that point. But yeah, I, I love him
3: um so actually uh i'll talk about one of my favorite versions of him that's a little rare i think it was the disney xd show and um i think that's what it was i know it was one of the animated ones and the reason i loved it so much is uh it, he had a catchphrase where um you know someone would say you know i'm sorry or whatever and he just turned and be like don't apologize i never do don't remember what that's from.
2: What, yeah. was it just was it as Norman or was it as the Green? It Goblin? was as
3: Norman, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean it sounds about right for him talking to Harry in one of the shows. So yeah, it's I think to... it was
3: the XD version, and I, I just remember it and I that's a version that is little known that I really liked of him. We'll get more into later because I know he's on Yeah, the guy's list. So
2: yeah, you're good, I get it. Frank
0: was month. good too. I mean when he took over for Willem Dafoe. Like when Franco yeah, was the Green Goblin for a little bit. So I, I like that.
2: Was Fran? Well, I thought Franco's version was supposed to be more like the Hobgoblin, wasn't it?
0: I thought he just took remember. his dad's glider, and I thought he just kind
2: of got like. It a... wasn't the same glider.
0: Okay, I honestly don't remember.
2: Because his was more of like a skateboard, but that could fly through the air. Oh, you're
0: right. Yeah, it kind of looked like a fucking snowboard.
2: But I don't remember if they classified Franco as the Hobgoblin. At least that's what I always pictured. I thought it was more supposed to be the hub go.
0: Oh, I guess I always just pictured it as as the Green Goblin. But, Once he found out his dad was the Green Goblin and Spider-Man killed him, I was like, oh, he's just going to pick up where his dad left off. That's how I took it, I guess.
3: Um, so it, technically he's like the new goblin, which, mm-hmm. or I, I think... Uh, In the comics, there was like Goblin Junior. Um, which, like, is the same thing. He was never meant to be like the Hobgoblin, but it was just an updated version of like the Goblin. Sure. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right. I always forget about Miles fucking Ultimate Goblin too. I know. I was gonna. I forgot. I don't know how I forget to fucking mention him. He's so badass
0: um so my next one is going to be it's gonna be mysterio and i've liked a lot i actually like almost every mediaized version of mysterio more than i did in the comics um i think that's why i liked him so much was so spider-man far from home Obviously, Jake Gyllenhaal is my favorite actor, so him playing Mysterio was fucking awesome. I thought he... The visual effects were super cool, and I thought just the character in general was great and far from home. Animated series, I thought he was also great. Um, And what I actually remember him the most from was Spider-Man. It was just titled Spider-Man on the PlayStation 1. He always kind of freaked me the fuck out and i always just i don't know i thought he was awesome in that game it's just like one of the big villains so yeah i'd pick mysterio
3: yeah uh i like mysterio from the animated series a lot even more than the uh jake gyllenhaal
0: yeah i feel like mine was more of a personal bias because it was probably jake jonah a little bit but i think yeah the animated series pretty much improved upon the comics i feel like of mysterio i just thought he was really cool yeah he's my number six
2: yeah um I don't know. It's a tough toss-up. It's hard not to like the MCU one because, again, like we talked about earlier, like the, you know, Phase 3 made it to where you empathize with the character so much, and it was such a good yeah. backstory that they created for him. Um, it is kind of sad that it's it's not quite that Master of Illusions thing from the animated series, though. Like, that was the fun part. It was, you know, kind of like a trickster, almost, you know, Loki-esque, <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, no. It's 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 hard for me to choose which one I like more, actually. But I do enjoy Mysterio as a whole. So. Another good selection. One of us is really going to have to hate one of each other's selection here soon, because I feel like I'm right. being too nice.
3: Uh, so, we're at my number six. Yeah. Uh, also, from the animated Spider-Man. And my favorite rendition of him is from the animated Spider-Man show is Kingpin. Narrowly beats out uh, the uh, um, one from the Netflix. I, I think the acting, the live action is very, very good. I really liked him. I thought he was the most intimidating villain of the uh, animated Spider-Man, like the the 90s one. Um, Uh, and yeah especially with like him and his son richard and his son richard like as that little hover chair and they're kind of manipulating all the other villains at some point um just giving it a hard time for spider-man
0: yeah I mean obviously he was on my list just a uh, last pick but yeah, I mean he was still I he was still very good in the animated series. I I just kind of flip-flopped with you. I think the the live action yeah. narrows the animated series, but no, Kingpin's a very good pretty good villain just for like anybody in Marvel. I mean yeah. not even just Spider-Man or Daredevil. I mean just in general.
2: Yeah. Um I really liked the the animated series one. But the guy in the hover chair, I don't remember that being his son, though, was it? That was... uh, I think
3: so. Wasn't that Richard Fisk?
2: No, it was... What the fuck's his name? He's the guy that invents the spider hunters. Like, all the bots and shit. He's just another kind of tech bad guy. What the fuck is his name? I'm trying to find find it. it It's Sam
0: Rockwell from Iron Man.
1: (laughs)
2: I know Smythe, right?
3: Oh Smythe, yeah, Maybe.
2: It was a he was close to the Smythe. No. Motherfucker.
3: Oh, look it up.
2: I I'm trying. <laughs> well Um So <laughs> Yeah, sorry.
0: No, you're good. I was just gonna say, as you research
2: okay. Well, I mean, I saw... So I'll, I'll kind of go into my six while I'm looking at it, too. Because believe it or not, my six was Kingpin as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Um, we'll just cover both of them. So, it'll be... Yeah. It'll, um, I actually think my number... my my The one that stands in my head, though, is Into the Spider-Verse Kingpin. <laughs> because I... Again, it hits so much closer now that I am a father. Like, all of these things are just... Again, they... They're hitting right there with me. And, um, yeah, I, I I get the whole point of him doing what he's doing to bring someone back that he just would miss
1: mm-hmm.
2: incredibly that much. So, like, yeah, I get it.
0: Yeah, he's, um, he's just solid.
2: Plus, I, lo- I love the art design like of him. This fucking big, old, intimidating body on this tiny little head. And he just beats the shit. I mean he fucking kills i mean i know spider-man had a building on top of him but straight up i mean to fucking kill spider-man with a couple fucking just hammer fists I pretty
0: correspondent i actually i actually hated the design of him in this fucking spider-verse so
2: fuck off you douche it bothered me it felt so i mean i get what you're saying like from just a an aesthetically mm-hmm. realistic standpoint of his his body just but... that's silly he looks he so like intimidating,
0: though. Squared off, It fucking reminded me of that. Oh, Imagine
2: Tom Hardy's shoulders, like three feet high, but behind him, like what? that's what Kingpin is—just all fucking shoulders, just fucking. I cannot readable. remember his
0: name. Who's the fucking little rapper that sang uh, "Gucci Gang"? Lil Pump reminded me of the Lil, <laughs> Lil Pump music video with him and Kanye West. Were right there? going in with the fucking big that's what fucking kingpin me be i
2: will like, never equate kingpin with anything that, that little pro- i
0: there. think they they took inspiration from it so.
2: get out of <laughs> here <laughs>
0: yeah. all right um number five so this kind of plays back to my my count dooku pick um it is asajj ventress
2: oh it is hang on wait 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 it is yeah. Smythe. There's Alistair Smythe okay. in the hover chair.
1: Okay.
2: But, yeah. Because he um, had, he like, Kingpin had a lot more control over that Smythe. It just wasn't his kid. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good,
0: you're good. Um, um, yeah, number five is Asajj Ventress. Um, the only medium that I know that she's in outside of comics is Clone Wars and probably like that other animated clone wars movie show thing that i think came out before the actual clone wars show but i don't know i i like her being the apprentice to count dooku again obviously i love count dooku and then being exiled because she's not good enough and he just wants something more powerful and The whole origin slash storyline events that happens with the Night Sisters on Dothmere is just fucking crazy, and I don't know. I just loved that kind of voodoo witch shit that happened with her. Um, I guess like where she comes from, having that as her background was just fucking neat. And again, I'm listening to that that Lost Jedi or the Jedi. I think it's Jedi Lost. I think I'm being fucking stupid. Jedi Lost. I've loved her so far in that book, too. I don't know. There's something about her that just draws me to her because she's she's a bad guy, but you, you, you feel bad for her because you kind of, I mean, she started out with a good guy and watching her, you know, whoever kind of took her when she was young and then dying and then kind of being taken and growing up into the dark side. I don't know. I just, I liked her character a lot. I think she's very well structured
3: i feel that uh she just needs to be in more media
0: yeah i'm i'm wanting them to do some more with it you know i want to see some more you know make a fucking clone wars game i don't know i want some more shit yeah yeah i think that was the biggest downside was she's not in very much
3: yeah Yep, but,
0: but but she's been, she's been one good. of my favorite Star Wars characters that I've honestly witnessed. I don't know. Something about her. She's fucking cool.
2: So, from the stuff... I don't I mean, know. I like Asajj, kind of. I feel like she fails a lot, though. She does. Like, like her constant thing is failure, which, it just kind of sucks. Like, she... Because it... It almost takes away from the intimidation factor, if that makes sense. Like... I don't know. She doesn't ever have an actual good victory really behind her to make her an intimidating bad guy.
0: I kind of feel bad for it, though, because it's like...
2: um, I mean, I I guess that's fine. I just... I don't think I... I don't know. This... I
0: I understand. Like, you're just like, well, she never does anything super great.
2: Right. I mean, because even in... So, like, in the book, like... So, she has one very good win. I don't... I'm not going to say it it, because it's in the book. Yeah, So. Um, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but like I feel like it's the only time I remember her winning in most of the media, and as a bad guy, she's just not again, she's not a winner, It was just, just kind of in- like, it, you, after a while in the Clone Wars, you're like, well, let's say he's just worthless, and she's here to kind of fight someone for five minutes and then lose or run away, so sure. yeah. might as well be you. having another droid just get fucking blasted I get you <laughs>
0: Well, that's my number five what about you dan
3: my number five is uh killmonger mm. so i mean uh, michael b jordan yeah just amazing
0: yeah i mean yeah the acting obviously michael b jordan's phenomenal um not to say I didn't love like Black Panther. I I really liked Black Panther, but I think he was the best part of that movie, hands down.
3: Yeah, it's gonna be uh I this the sequel is gonna be so just like I, I don't even know what to think of it because you you're not gonna have Killmonger, you're not gonna have Chadwick Bosman as the Black Panther. It's yeah, it's rough because those their chemistry and both of them those were the two highlights of the movie and yeah you're like okay how do you where do you go from that so
0: yeah i mean i'm sure it'll be fine but it's Mm -hmm. it just sucks it's like oh you built up so much and now it's like your best your two best pieces are now
3: yep i mean
0: unfortunately you got around
3: you still have a was it mbaku mbaku
2: yeah yeah. I was going to ask on a side tangent, what do you guys like the idea of Shuri taking over as Black Panther? I think yes. it's I think it's the only
0: right Logical way step. to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if you just recast Black Panther
2: Yeah, well I mean, they said they're not going to recast, so
0: when i was open to the idea me. just to, out of somebody you know kind of doing it out of the memory of him not just replacing him but being like you know i want to do this to continue his legacy i was kind of okay with that but at the same time like you'd kind of do the same thing with heath ledger's joker you know you're not gonna in the dark knight trilogy bring him into the next movie and just recast him you know All right like i think it's the only logical thing that makes sense to you know stay true to his legacy and i think she'll make a good black panther
2: I, mean, I don't whatever i don't know i don't yeah i don't doing. know if that's the actual confirmed thing but I just, as as uh, the lead
0: i think she'll she'll do just fine i'm just
3: sad she uh she did become the black panther in the comics at one point
2: i think so yeah
3: yeah i, I think it's the right way to do it um
0: yeah i mean that she's kind of just the next person online. i mean without that sounding bad but i think she's kind of the next best option in the movie is her
2: and yeah. being the but, sister but, i feel like it so the yeah. only problem like i know you brought up a good uh so like in baku with uh, you know the the white ape i don't know because imagine my my top actually I, I should probably stop because this is going to go on a, a little bit of a tangent here sorry no, we maybe can, I'll have to make I mean, this he, for another. You can oh. say it real quick. That's so, fine. So, what happens when Shuri gets challenged by Mbaku, <laughs> like, you know, in the ceremony? like well, so, He just throws her off the fucking cliff, the waterfall. Like, she's 10 pounds. That's going to be
3: interesting. Um,
2: it's true. I mean, I, know, I think she's smart enough to get out of it, but I also feel like her character's too immature to lead a country slash be a superhero. Yeah.
3: It, yeah. I think that's what will make it a good story, though, is she'll have to basically grow up. Uh, real have quick, to
0: overcome a lot. Um,
3: yep. But I, I, you'll have to see her overcome that, and that's a good story device, and I think that'll be a good story.
0: But um, don't make her it, be Ray,
3: <laughs> or do whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but the the difference in the her and her brother, I think she'll be more of like the Iron Man of Black Panthers, where her brother was way more the Captain America. Or of Black Panthers, you know.
2: Yeah. that's
3: fair. Or it should be like use the technological advantages uh, instead of the physical prowess that the you know, yeah, the flower gives you. They also maybe they don't have any flowers, and so it's like you're Black Panther, but you're not getting the stability right now because they burned down the garden. So you're our leader. Maybe she has to figure out well, I still have all this vibranium, and maybe she becomes kind of like. A technological one. Yeah, there's a lot of things they could do. I think there's they have a lot of options, but I think she's the right choice. The challenge, it's definitely going to be interesting, but I think it'll definitely be like something where she outsmarts anyone who challenges her. Instead Uh, of yeah, again,
0: and I wasn't just trying to poke fun at you. I legitimately, I don't, I just don't want them to take the easy route and just say that she's really good at everything. Like I want the overcoming story. Like, I want her to be like, oh, my God, you know, I have to take over. I'm not ready for this. And you watch her fail and fail and fail and, you know, eventually become think, the, the rightful heir to the throne, I guess you could say.
2: I think that was the good thing with where they kind of left her in the Black Panther movies because she, yeah. you know, she got her ass whooped by the guards and shit. And she's not like she, I mean, she showed that again the immaturity as a, a younger person in that the universe so like you said i think they have a very good opportunity to grow with her if they do it correctly just i don't know something about that one
0: it's gonna be t- yeah, it,
2: it was just Shuri's personality i think this didn't sit right with me to immediately take it over so yeah you
0: have to grow up a little bit all right moving on from
2: that topic just so we don't keep going um
0: Number five?
2: five? Yep. Okay. Um, uh, I went with Doc Ock. Um, I can't not go Doc Ock. The animated series is great, but I think my top current one is probably the PS4 game Doc Ock. I because, agree. Uh, that one, it was so hard not to empathize with. Working with him through the entire game, and you know his name. I mean, obviously, you know the name from just knowing him, and it's like, you know what's going to happen to this guy, and you feel so bad, and you're like, especially... You're the one doing all the tech work for him. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, what the fuck did I do wrong, or what could you have done better? So,
0: yeah, yeah I but, I agree. He, I sorry, I mean, I was oh, just going to so say. I
2: was... Go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, yeah, the PS4 version is my favorite rendition for sure. They've all been very good, but that one felt the most fleshed out. Yeah,
3: um, yeah, the the one from uh spider-man 2 is great as well
2: yeah i was gonna yeah. say i don't think there's been a bad iteration of doc ock at this point like yeah, he's yeah. one of the few people like one of the few people that just hasn't had like kind yeah. of a, I mean, a goofy ass yeah. other than maybe some random japanese spider-man movie that i haven't seen yeah. so
3: <laughs> i mean the, the multi uh the, uh the like multiverse spider-man or doc yeah, ock, the uh, doctor doctor like octavia or whatever they fit. Mm-hmm. yeah. I thought that was clever too. Yeah, it'll generate cool it. Yeah, I didn't
2: really like her rubber things, but like her rubber tentacles, yeah, they look kind of weird to me. But I mean, if they were strong enough to cut trees, I was like, I'm not gonna argue with them, so yeah, <laughs> just watching them be all squishy and bouncy looked weird. Yeah, it was kind of weird. All right, all right, number four,
1: surprise,
0: surprise. You guys actually might be surprised that he's at four, not higher. Um it's Joker. the Riddler. Damn it. Um so of course, mainly just from nostalgic purposes is Jim Carrey. <laughs> um I can't not like it. Like I feel like he's very much the last. I don't know. He did the original Joker or oh my god the original riddler so well you know the super wacky goofy riddler like after that i don't i don't think you could ever do it again and like do it properly without it just being ridiculous like it was a product of the times it was perfect for the time but i don't think you could ever do it again um arkham games he's also very good i really liked him in there um his fucking Riddler trophies were super fucking annoying, so I hate him for that. But, uh... Batman, the Animated Series, obviously, that was actually my first interaction with him, and I thought he was really good in the Animated Series. And actually, my favorite rendition of him is him and Gotham, in the Gotham series. Um Him starting out at the GCPD and being the forensics expert um and then kind of creeping into being just a fucking weirdo and messing with the the dead bodies but he like he's getting in trouble for it but he's very good at it and eventually just gets crazy and crazier as he you know commits a crime and you know kills somebody and you can see he got the thrill from it and it just that actor played him so fucking well I, he was awesome that's my favorite
2: for sure uh, i still think jim is my favorite just because of the goofy and shit and i uh, love jim carrey but he was amazing yeah I, yeah. I, yeah I did love what's his butt from the gotham too he was pretty i good. don't know why i
0: can't fucking think of his name i had it
2: on the top of my head but i like how they went with a pretty generic trope of you know him trying to kind of save the woman he's in love with too it's like <laughs> it brings you back down to that i empathize with this character kind of yeah.
0: you knew something was wrong with him like he's he's special but it's like i don't know he was very very smart so yeah i
3: mean
0: I feel like dan doesn't really give a
3: fuck, fuck about I, the riddler so i don't no, really
2: care no. about the riddler it's like eh. if it yeah,
3: honestly yeah, if I
2: hadn't just seen Gotham and I wasn't so nostalgic on Jim Carrey I probably wouldn't either remotely give a shit. But. It's, I feel like it's this not next, intimidating
3: to me. I feel like this next, rendition,
0: this next rendition is going to be very good. I think he's going to be more of a like a Zodiac killer. and I think it's going to be wonderful. That would be cool. I think that's the way you go with it now. Without making him fucking goofy.
3: Okay. Just make him
0: scary as fuck. All right, Dan. Number 4.
3: My number 4 also a Batman villain. Um this was hard. These top 4 is really where it got difficult um to rank in an order. But I had to go with Joker and obviously Heath Ledger is my favorite out of all renditions of Joker. He definitely makes this the number 4 pick. Um I think there are a lot of good renditions of Joker. Um and my ranking is going to be totally different than Cooper's for sure um but yeah uh I he's good in everything like we've discussed even Zach Ilfanax as Joker in the Lego movie is really mm-hmm.
0: good yeah I mean spoiler alert he's on my list um uh-huh. and we've had a fucking whole episode dedicated to him but yeah, yeah Almost every rendition of the character has been good in some fashion. I mean, even Jared Leto, I know, pretty fucking terrible, but there were some parts of Jared Leto where I'm like, see, if they just wrote it better, like, it would have been fine. Like, he's probably my least favorite rendition, but, like, I don't know. He's still... I'm still like, huh, oh, there's the Joker. I mean, we he could revive uh revive it a little bit, you know, his rendition on it up in the in the Snyder cut next year. I don't know. Joker's great in almost every fashion.
2: Yeah, he's so good. He's my number 4 too, so. Whoa. um <laughs> what did you break? <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh my number 4. I I think I think Camel pulls it out just a little bit, again, above Heath for nostalgia purposes. What's going on here? But, um, I don't know, on certain days it could go back and (laughs) forth.
0: All right, real quick, before we move on, we're going to take a quick technical difficulties break. Give me just a second.
3: Two hours later.
0: Sorry about that. As the technical director, I was able to get it fixed. (sighs) Camera may have died anyways so to continue off where we are um we were we just finished up with jeremy here so i'm gonna jump to my number three and it's the joker so yeah um (laughs) i'm not gonna say much i mean obviously you're supposed to be
3: number four i know know. with the program
0: but i couldn't rank him above the riddler so um all the renditions of the Joker are fantastic, so I'm not gonna get into it. My favorite rendition though is the Arkham Joker. Just the Arkham series joker. And you guys don't fucking have to say anything because we just yep. talked about it for like five minutes. So. Okay. Uh, so, so we'll go
3: Dan, to My yeah, you're number three. Your number three. Mm-hmm. My number three. Um so did appear in comics. Um not a You
1: swear?
3: I swear. Um, No, actually, they did several runs. Um, They weren't that popular, but they were from. They. This is from the Matrix, and it's Agent Smith. Fair point. Yeah. Uh, It's just great. Um, Just a great villain in general. Like I like the. the, like, AI implications of it, where he's, like, a program that's kind of wanting to become human, but then he also thinks, like, humans are viruses. It's
2: just a giant inner inner battle for him, yeah. like, his programming, yeah.
0: I have never read the comics for the Matrix. I honestly didn't even know there was any. So that's why I'm questioning if you're... Um, no, but... <laughs> Him from the movies, now Agent Smith is... Yeah, he's very good. Hugo Weaving is also...
3: Okay. Yes, I, I was going to so. mention Hugo Weaving, and, and everything he does is amazing. Yeah.
2: Pretty much. Yeah, he, he made me contemplate putting the Red School on here, so... Um,
1: yeah.
2: I, uh, it was pretty good. I feel like there was a Matrix game that I played that Agent Smith was also a giant pain in the ass, so... Usually if a bad guy's a pain in the ass, they're just Tend to be good in video games um
3: yeah
2: yeah, i like it it's a good oddball choice um
3: i I was worried about including it because the comics did like post-date the movie but like they did do i think uh like five yeah five different runs of matrix comics so it's not a lot obviously
0: we'll count it we'll
3: count it and, and the only reason i thought to include it is they did have a 20th anniversary deluxe edition come out last year of the comics i think
2: okay
0: yeah, yeah. we'll count
2: it yeah. yeah um so my number 3 um i went with the lizard um he's pretty much, he's good in the animated series um, I remember a few of the games, the lizard was uh, kind of a, a fun guy to have to fight and battle. And then um, yeah, I actually like him from The Amazing Spider-Man, too. Um, they did pretty good by him, I think.
0: Yeah, the CGI was kind of goofy, but I yeah. think...
2: I didn't but... really like the face, the rest of him, Yeah. But it okay. was very, yeah,
0: very weird. Him as a character, though, yeah, very good. My biggest memory from him was actually when I, again... This one, it plays into a lot of my, the Spider-Man villains for me, was the Spider-Man PS1 game, because that was like one of the only video games I had so early on. And the lizard, you know, you're literally just following him through the sewers. It's just, it was great. It was scary, but it was great.
2: Yeah. The game, I think I played that game on PC and N64, but never on PlayStation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I tried emulating it and it looks like absolute dog shit. Now. <laughs> it just makes me sad. I might go was back very, and play
2: it just Very two. good game as a kid, though.
0: I still <laughs> remember the ultimate cheat code is Eel Nats, which it, it turns out is Stanley spelled backwards. Ooh. And it gave you all of the different costumes and pretty much unlimited everything. So. It's wonderful. Yeah. Well,
3: I like the lizard i think you know he has that duality to him that i tend to like in villains
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh tch-tch. sorry it's i always like for spider-man villains it's always the animated series it's my favorite one I just, he, totally again nostalgic.
2: he was a, he was very good in the animated series yeah. Yeah. it's amazing how all of his best characters i mean again nostalgia purposes i think like we just have that tendency to stick with them but
1: yeah
0: yeah
2: he was great good pick pick. numero dosk
0: number two so this one is very much pretty much a specific rendition but I'll just do it anyways and it is the Green Goblin from spider-man one specifically but Green Goblin as a whole pretty great but he's kind of like the Joker with me like in our last discussion where Anytime I watch or read anything with the Green Goblin, it's it's just Willem Dafoe for me. Like I love Willem Dafoe as an actor, and he's so fucking creepy. And as Norman Osborn, like once he, you know, is does like that experiment goes wrong with him to where he becomes just a fucking maniac. I almost sometimes enjoy those parts more, like just when he's Norman Osborn, just being insane. we've kind of already talked about it but yeah that's my number two pick that suit as much as people don't really talk about it it's my preferred green goblin outfit I guess you could say costume I love that armored the like just the matte emerald suit Fucking, it just looks sweet to me
3: yeah I'll, I'm gonna go ahead and just uh agree that Norman Osborn outside of the suit is my favorite parts of the green goblin i yeah. i just i like norman osborne as you know norman osborne more than i do a, him laughing around throwing bombs because he seems so more tactical and like intimidating yeah. as norman osborne
2: for sure well, like in all his iterations it's definitely a low-key maniacal too is like norman like you said it's that yeah just that undercoated, you know especially as a a viewer you know he's up to something no good you just a lot of times even as a viewer you're like well what the fuck's he gonna do this time it is it's fun yeah
0: one of those scenes that stuck out was uh when they're when they just got done fighting and then they're sitting at the table for dinner
2: thanksgiving yeah yeah
0: and he's like oh we got a little or like blood on his shirt or whatever it was Oh and they know that's when they just start realizing that oh my god and the whole uh building burning down i I just love spider-man
3: one it's great i I could just go on about it so i will
0: go ahead dan (laughs) number two
3: number two um i bet you could guess this if you watched this last week um because i was pretty much told you exactly what i was going to do with my last crazy quill top two picks um it's Oz- mm-hmm.
1: Uh
3: from Watchmen. it's just uh it, even in the Watchmen um television series from hbo yeah. just it's great um so highly intelligent uh, so like tactical outsmarts you know the most powerful being in that universe
0: yeah jeremy irons did a. The better job playing him than he did in alfred in yeah. the new batman stuff
3: yeah uh i, I like him in all, like well i guess he's only had like really two renditions outside of the comics now I mean, hopefully more come yeah, yeah. Uh, i would like no, an animated series
0: like just like an animated show of it just have them redo yeah. it
3: it'd be hard to do watchman as a video game but it would yeah because like the bad guy's gonna win you're gonna be like oh shoot but that, that's one thing his plan works and that's what makes him a great villain is like yeah yep it just works and the, the our heroes can't do anything about it you're just like cool it yeah. works we can't stop you they just kind of have to go along with it
0: yeah one, and like if they ever do it again like I feel like the only other way you can reiterate it is doing an animated like show or like mini series and just doing it from the comics you know yeah. having that same ending and everything like i want i want to see that go down in motion
3: you know, the one thing i would like is like a prequel to the the movie where you see yeah. the the team the watchmen kind of working together that could be interesting
2: yeah before the watchman Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Basically, like, last week, you know what I mean? He's he's hard not to enjoy as a villain, because he just wins, but yeah, he he has a great purpose, too. Like, I mean, he's just a badass.
0: Yeah, for sure. What do you got, Jeremy? Number two.
2: So my numero dos uh, is Thanos. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, the MCU version he's pretty big badass. Um, his reasons are a lot better in the MCU than they are in the comic books for doing what he does, but I also kind of enjoy that the I guess the poetry of for love why the fuck not kill half the universe for lady death. So yeah. plus in the in the comics he he's got a lot it, he's got a lot of different storylines that are just fun. Um yeah. Big purple yeah. badass.
0: Yeah, I like him. Uh, I mean, my favorite is obviously the MCU. Yeah, I I I just like the motivation better. I understand the Lady Death thing. It just is like it's not as cool for me. Like, it's true the, compared to everybody else.
2: The fun part about that though is I love the like he actually has a competition with uh, Deadpool once in a while, as far as Lady or Lady Death's affection. So it makes it for a fun little back and forth.
3: Sure. Yeah, he's definitely an intimidating villain. Um, you know, paid off well in the MCU. Yeah. For
0: sure. Um
3: yeah. Uh when is is it the uh there's a video game where he fights his son uh his son Thane. He's good in that too.
2: Yeah, I forgot about the video games too. Yeah, you know. Um, the other thing is, uh, is it Marvel's The Avengers Assemble show. He was he was fun in that one to watch. Uh, just kicked the Avengers' ass until they figured out how to beat him. Yeah. Again, pretty much all renditions. He's pretty entertaining. I don't yeah. remember which game you're talking about, though. I think. I don't know.
3: I just remember. I think it's a video game. It might be an animated show. I know he fights Thing, and it's like, it's the build-up to that. Hmm. There's a slight multiverse aspect to it, because there's like 10 Infinity gems, too, from different universes.
2: I don't remember. It's fossil, so I haven't... I don't know. I don't think it was... uh... It wasn't one of the Ultimate Alliances, was it? I don't. I try to remember the fucking storylines. Yeah, I honestly
0: don't know.
2: That's one. I I actually have Ultimate Alliance three. I need to play it.
0: They should do another one.
2: I mean, they just released that. The no, not good 3. enough.
0: right well i'm gonna move us on here um so before Mm -hmm. we jump to number one just wanted to run through a couple honorable mentions um ozymandias was on my list there of honorable mentions um i feel like i mean he's great i feel like maybe just because there hasn't been as many I don't know and i've just enjoyed other characters maybe a little more If we we're doing best again he might jump up there oh. darth vader um it's hard because like as a comic media villain it's hard to do it like if we we're doing movie villains he's obviously going to be in there but i just wanted to give him an honorable mention because i feel like he deserved it uh, victor's Zaz from gotham Specifically, loved him. Super random, but Maroni from the Gotham TV show I really liked, and I actually thought of this as we were going when I was re- referencing back to the Spider-Man PS One game was Monster Ock when the Carnage symbiote gets onto Doc Ock, and that final chase scene took me about seventy six tries to actually fucking win because I was like six. And I was scared shitless of Monster Rock. So yeah, that was my the, honorable
2: I, mentions. It's a very good rendition of it.
0: I loved it. It was very short and sweet, but I was like, holy shit, this is scary. Dan, who you got? Honorable mentions.
3: Honorable mentions. Okay, so the people that... These were people I considered to be on the list, but then I was like, ah, oh, I gotta take them off. Um, first of all... uh, from Teen Titans, uh Deathstroke. Hmm. Uh really like that. Uh a, he was Darth also Maul. Very good in Hero. Yep. Uh Darth Maul, so yeah. Darth Maul. And then um also from the um specifically like he's been in a few different things, but uh Brainiac. Yeah. Mostly from uh, the uh, video games, Injustice Two, uh, mm-hmm.
0: very very but good.
3: Also the uh, Justice, I think, is it the Justice League, um, animated? I think he's yeah, in there probably. too. Yep.
0: Have you played Injustice? Any of the Injustice games?
3: I have um, watched all the cutscenes.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, Injustice Two, I, the storyline was so cool. what about you jeremy
2: uh, so um i think i had like four that i really had a uh, trouble removing um ultron same reason is pretty much as the comics i love him in all his renditions um yeah. the animated series or he's always great obviously the movies fantastic um yeah uh uh venom like the actual uh, again, animated series Venom, he was fantastic. Um, he's obviously moved into more of that anti-hero, anti-villain role, so kind of part of the reason I took him off. Uh, who, oh, Modok! Modok was one that I—he's uh, always great in video games. He's been yeah. pretty good in most of the the cartoons and shit I've I've watched him in. I feel like um, he'd be very
0: hard to do live action.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm. I hope it happens, and I am excited because I know he's in the Avenger game. Obviously, I need to play. So,
0: yeah. So, he, I really wanted to include Carnage, but I feel like we really haven't gotten that many proper Carnage.
2: Like it's hard media. to do. it's hard to do proper Carnage with you know cartoons. Yeah, so. that's what I'm
0: saying. Like in the animated series. he's you don't actually get carnage um
3: I like... the second one like the uh spin-off the one in space that carnage is a really good carnage.
2: the I mean the 2099
3: no um it's, uh, it's like so as soon as the spider-man animated series arc ends there's the spider-man
2: is it spectacular
3: nope um it's like a sequel directly from the Spider Man animated it series. It's uh Spider Man Unlimited. Ah. Oh, I knew
2: there was a I knew there was another word behind it, I just couldn't remember which yeah. one it was. actually
0: I think the best honestly the best rendition that's fair Was, though. I do
2: remember that was yeah.
0: Carnage in the fucking Spider-Man PS one. That's the most memorable one for me that's existed so far. That one scared yeah. me the most out of all of them that's existed. All right well my number one you might be a little shocked this one will shock you Shocker. again you guys aren't going to be able to give really any reference because you guys haven't played it but he is the literal title of the latest batman arkham game that has come out and it is the arkham knight arkham really knight that was a shock yeah, I wasn't sure if you'd
3: think that. <laughs> I just maybe at the
0: number one spot. I
3: wasn't sure if you could maybe be um, Didn't I guess this kind of from you earlier? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I very much did guess this uh, earlier because he was created for the the, the, the uh game and out of yeah. the comics. And I was saying I know Cooper's gonna think of him.
0: So I mean if you guys don't know, I don't wanna spoil it, but I i'm
1: going Let's to go. I mean, fucking
0: know. <laughs> spoiler alert if you have not played it and you don't want to know even though they hint at it very much um so arkham knight throughout the game essentially is kind of a it's just batman but bad um and he's kind of just in this like armored suit you know he's got like a mask you don't actually get to see his face he's kind of this military leader and super tactical, like he can go toe-to-toe with Batman, you're like, well, how the fuck can he do this? Well, it turns out um, it was a play on the original Red Hood storyline when Joker killed um, Jason Todd, and then, you know, he came back to life and became the Red Hood. Um, it was a play on that where instead of coming back to life and becoming kind of the, the anti-hero outlaw Red Hood, joker brainwashed him into um, believing that it was batman's fault that this happened to him he left you to die you know this this you should be blaming batman and so when he comes back he's not the red hood he's arkham knight and he's brainwashed into wanting to do whatever he can to kill batman so arkham knight is one in its own literally red hood because it is Jason Todd. And in the end, there's a very good twist, very good moment where, in the end, you know, after Batman talks to Arkham Knight, and realizes who it is. um, There's a very good moment where they're like, No, this isn't my fault, like I didn't leave you. And he actually comes back to help Batman stop the Scarecrow, and he comes back in his Red Hood costume. And so it's kind of like an alternate Red Hood origin. I thought it was done so fucking great. And I actually was... I'm pretty oblivious to surprises. Justin said he played it and he knew it was Red Hood the whole time. And I was like, I had no fucking clue. But, I don't know. He was my favorite. His design's fucking great. His character is great. So, I don't know. He's my favorite.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I like the Red Hood a lot, so... I could definitely see it being a yeah. very good villain.
3: You need to play that game. Yeah, I got no frame of reference for it, but cool.
0: Except my hot toys in the cabinet. That's bad. Yeah,
3: that, that I've seen it. Yeah, and that I, I kind of like knew that yeah. like he liked this person. Yeah. I kind of guessed it. I didn't know if he'd show up on your list or not, but I was like...
2: Although technically, because in all fairness, you know, Jason Todd and Red Hood have been in there, so just yeah. I guess that version of him haven't. So yeah, yeah. I liked loophole. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was my loophole. So
2: yeah. Yeah, you get
3: it. That's the one question asked about. I was like, I know these properties. Yeah, are you including this person? And this I could have just asked.
0: Because if it's just the red hood, he's not my number one, but that specific rendition.
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: All, right. All right, Dan. Number one.
3: So the most obvious choice, um, I feel like, because I said it last week, what I would do, Um, it's Darth Vader. Great in the comics, great in the movies. The only thing better than a um, a villain who wins is one who redeems himself. I feel like the best arcs are Mm -hmm. those type of villains for me. Either they have to win, and then like the character has to regroup and try to beat them or you know the villain who redeems himself in the end and changes and obviously this is my favorite name my dog after him
0: yeah vader's great, great. Mm-hmm. he's i mean he's one of the best villains of all time um that
3: said you're the best villain of all
0: time yep you're kind of a prick Vader now um I I mean he was in my honorable mentions uh, again I tend to kind of just in general I don't tend to pick main main characters I guess like he was obviously the main antagonist I guess whenever I watch things I always for whatever reason tend to like somebody else outside of the sole focus so I loved Darth Vader and he's obviously fucking amazing but i just he wasn't my favorite but he is one of the but be- like i'll absolutely acknowledge that he's one of the best written characters of all time it's
2: fucking yeah. amazing. he's obviously i mean yeah he's got tier villain so i can't really say anything against it yeah. badass always will be
0: I have no complaints about that choice. <laughs>
3: Pretty much. Just has a presence. Like when you see him appear on screen mm-hmm. or in a video game, or, you know, you're just like, oh, shit. You know, like when you played the most recent Star Wars video game, Vader shows up and you're like, okay, I'm going to die like 20 times here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I need to play that one still. I did too, um, yeah.
3: Well, you die like three times to a frog in like the first level. So
2: I know, bitch. Bring it on. Star Wars Dark Souls. Um. Star Wars Science Class. Um. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry, diverged. Um, my number one. It's probably pretty obvious because again, it kind of goes into the Dan thing. Um, telegraphed it last week. Magneto. Magneto's still very good in every rendition. Um you have the original X Men series, every video game I play, whether he's kind of fighting alongside you reluctantly or fighting against you. Um all the movies he's good. Again it's it's kinda of one of those things where you could go either way with him being hero or villain. So
0: Um Yeah. I don't have much to play off of it again. Um, i'm not expecting everybody to listen to every episode but we went into a lot of depth i mean even in this episode we talked about him quite a bit i mean ignito yeah. he's one of those god god tier villains in a way or it's like not necessarily just because he's that powerful but he's just one of the best written fucking characters ever like there's a reason he's so great
2: well i mean when he goes off he goes off you don't he oh yeah go back. yeah
3: you know who was a great rendition of the Magneto that everyone overlooks? The Magneto yeah. from the X-Men arcade game. What a bitch.
2: Yeah. Like I said, <laughs> if you're facing him or he's yeah. reluctantly being your hero in some of the games like um, Ultimate Alliance and shit like that. Yeah. like, But he's always got some nice comments for you. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're never doing good enough in Magneto's eyes.
3: Yeah, no, he had, like, he, he he would, like, levitate and have a big shield in the arcade game, and you'd just be, like, you're dumb. That. Yeah.
2: Pretty much any of those bosses in those arcade games were cunts.
3: Yeah, there was that one, and then there's the uh, Avengers, like, arcade game. That was really fun. I th- where, I think it was Ultron, was that?
2: Ultron, I remember Ultron being a bad one in one of the Avengers arcades. yeah i don't know and he's just again he's he's kind of he's got that darth vader presence to him he walks in and you know he just commands the room man
1: yeah 100
0: i feel like this list i feel like this list was a lot easier to build than the last one i don't know why
3: for me because i was just like can i include this person
2: can i include this person you went a little bit more, yeah, kind of crazy on this one, but it's all right. I mean, again, it's our personal list. I, I liked how we did it. Yeah. Um. I there was a couple, so I did. I didn't want to go Star Wars because I know most of them didn't originate in comics, so that's why I just didn't include them. But obviously, Darth Vader is one of those guys, and I I thought about Maul too, because I do. I love Darth Maul. I love his arc. So.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it was tough because I'm like, how's like for villains like i love agent smith technically there's cons to include um because obviously yeah. if it, if it's movie villains he's he's up there it's like uh, it's great
0: sweet well no those were good lists i liked them all um i don't think i have any like complaint on anybody's list there
2: get I your riddler out of here, here.
3: yes yeah. yeah. Read something Talk besides Batman. Read something besides <laughs> Batman. Read an expert once.
0: Okay, I haven't done that. Okay.
3: Okay. Can, how? What percent of your lists have been Batman lists?
0: Like on average, or
3: like well, take your two lists. And probably Well, is like well this list I had.
0: Shit. Right. Six. Yeah, I had six.
3: Yep. So sixty percent your list is bad. The most um, I have is uh, what? Shoot, I actually went really, really uh, picking different like stories here. I think I go mostly Spider Man, but it's only like four people on two lists. So I'm that's four out of twenty, like at twenty percent.
0: Four twenty. Um. Yeah, my last list was even worse. Probably like fucking eight of them were fucking Batman. Or at least DC. I'm the worst. I felt like I diverse this one a little better. <laughs> I threw in some Star Wars, threw in some Marvel.
3: Not enough.
0: Well, I don't feel like there's that many great Marvel villains that have been, I guess, like in the movies and things like that. Compared to my other ones, I don't know. I don't rank them over them. I
2: don't yeah. know.
1: Like
0: uh, I can maybe swap out Scarecrow. I could probably put in another Marvel villain in
2: there, but um, another one that was almost on my list was uh Dark <laughs> or Mister Negative too, he's another good one, especially from the it's game. So
3: good in the video game, I almost included him in my list too. Yeah, just from the video game.
2: I see. I like, again. I, I agree with that. But he would have been like he would have been low on mine. And I love the lizard in in the Spider Man games way more. And then yeah. obviously like the movie rendition. And then yeah. the anime. He j- lizard just he has he's too much of a uh, again an older character. So yeah, uh,
3: Kingpin's my favorite Spider Man villain. So I was just like eh, I gotta put the there.
2: Look King, Kingpin's just so good because he, he crosses all the platforms. You got Daredevil, you got Spider Man. That's we, I, I think that's why Kingpin is so appealing too, is cause he does cross the mediums. If we At if we do for, for like the New York Superheroes.
0: we do end up doing heroes, that's gonna be very difficult. I don't like a lot of heroes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like there's a couple basic ones, but I don't know. I just don't like heroes as much as
3: villains. I can easily
2: pick. Well, we know a couple of good heroes that are going to be on there because of their villains. So. Oh,
3: it's yep. Batman.
0: Yeah, well, Batman, Batman and... work
3: for you, Cooper. Obviously.
2: I mean, is Batman and Spider Man not going to be on all of our lists? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, so. That's true. That's
3: true.
0: <laughs> there's a reason that they're so goddamn popular.
2: It's and it's because game of game their game. villains. No, yeah. it's because of their villains.
0: I mean that, but I mean, Batman's a very good character, though.
2: Uh, I don't know about don't that know. he's kind of become OP with the whole prep time thing
0: he has it's not like a it's, fair argument
1: <laughs>
0: it's, it's not fair to say that because of how many people he's beat because you're like well how the fuck would he? Like, yeah, I can't prep time
2: <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> so he finally has a superpower okay give him that Ooh. he's finally allowed to have a superpower besides money well shit let's not run this too far off course here so those are our (laughs) lists um
2: i forgot you hadn't ended yet sorry yeah
0: no you're good so that's the end of the episode i appreciate you guys tuning in go ahead and subscribe if you guys are feeling generous we would really appreciate it so we can bring you more content like this and i guess other than that stay tuned for next episode thanks